0: Oh, it's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. <laughs> Welcome our podcast, Marvel Movie Marathon, where we go through the 22 films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting with Iron Man donning his first suit and ending with Thanos and in the Infinity Gauntlet. We're going to talk Iron Man, Captain America, <laughs> please don't lay your eggs in me, and everything in between. I am your host, Captain Amatbrush, and with me today is Thanos himself. Daughter. <laughs> Daughter. 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 Oh. <laughs> you remembered my he... favorite line of his <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah because <laughs> every
1: daughter. time i see him now i think about you liking his his the way he says daughter whatever that accent i
0: swear it's like a new yorker accent for some weird reason on thanos daughter. Did he, daughter does he
1: say it daughter actually he kind of like what? what's the i don't know what the term is but when you it's like a hard t he says daughter right daughter. it's not like you know daughter. most people in conversation be like oh yeah my daughter yeah da- yeah D O D D. my, my d-a-w-d-d yeah, yeah, yeah exactly
0: it's, he's almost got like a, a a soft w after the first d too daughter 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 which is that's the new yorker the new yorker accent new Yorker, right? daughter, daughter. anyways i could be way off but i just i hear that whenever he says daughter um uh, but that might just be uh what's his face the guy who plays him um josh Brolin. yeah yeah it might just be like his actual voice coming out i don't know Uh, So wherever he's from would be your answer. But, anyways, the Scumbar Podcast, everyone, could contain spoilers for the whole cinematic universe. So if you don't want spoilers, stop listening. But if you do want spoilers like any normal
1: person, keep listening to us. Keep listening oh i was gonna do a reference for spaceballs but like it didn't it's not the same stuff oh that's okay that's that's,
0: that's entirely fine uh this week for our marvel movie marathon we're gonna be talking about 2018's avengers infinity war starring the whole mcu except for paul rudd and jeremy renner and it includes josh brolin that is true and yeah. daughter daughter <laughs> and thus, without further ado why don't you tell us a brief synopsis of the film
1: all right oh what's gonna happen today as the avengers and their allies have continued to protect the world from threats too large for any one hero to handle a new danger has emerged from the cosmic shadows thanos (laughs) a (laughs) (laughs) desperate of intergalactic infamy His goal is to collect all six infinity stones, artifacts of unimaginable power, and use them to inflict his twisted will on all of reality. Everything the Avengers have fought for has led up to this moment. The fate of Earth and existence has never been more uncertain. Good job, good uh, job. Did I actually, like it? Was
0: that I okay? specifically picked this one out because I saw it say Thanos with a period afterwards. So it was just like, <laughs> just blank statement. It's meant for Thanos. me. Yeah, all I could think about was you, yeah. so Perfect. Great. <laughs> um, Alright, so I am just oh. getting my uh avengers theme song mix in the background so i'm getting myself pumped here but anyways oh that's a good idea thank you this is gonna be a huge episode here thank you so much for listening everybody we hope you have fun on this episode it's been a long run to get to what is known as pretty much like the last movie we're just part one we listen to or we watch now i guess and then part two we get to die in a couple more weeks unfortunately Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's all coming down to this. Everything we've we've built so far is coming all the way here to a final close in the final Avengers movie. So Yeah, we are cool. finally in the endgame now. Ooh, yes, we're in the endgame yeah. now. You're we're right. In the end game now. Um, before we break this movie down to three parts like we always do, I'd like to do a little segment here where I talk about what it was like watching this movie in theaters. Um, this was an incredible <laughs> film in theaters. This was such a fun one to watch because, as if you don't know already, it's a tragedy it actually ends on a bad note. And so it leaves the theater with this whole, like, feeling of just dread afterwards. Mm, And, like, you're kind of... Yeah, you're kind of shocked after you watch this film. So it's really fun after you've already seen it before, then you go back and watch it again in the theaters. And I saw it two or three times in theaters. And when, like, you know there's some people who didn't know the ending and then like you're yeah. watching them almost more than the movie so mm-hmm. so that's pretty fun uh i really really liked it in theaters obviously <laughs> i had a really good time with this um and i remember saying this was thanos's movie and i still i still agree with that now mm. but i remember saying like this movie the the protagonist kind of is thanos in this film which is very strange but you see almost as much of him as you do or well, maybe even more of him than you do the other characters so kind of yeah it does seem like it yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, um, that was my thoughts in the, in the theater that I can think of. Anything you can remember
1: about seeing this film? Uh, yeah, so I I do remember that I don't know why I didn't know. Or I don't know why I didn't call. And I don't know why I didn't... I, I, I must not have known or I just forgot. But then by the time the... Like, it was towards the end of the movie. And, yeah, I, I, I saw that it was ending. And I was like, wait, What? oh is there another movie after this because there's no way that that like this could have been the ending of the actual story right that wouldn't have made sense so i was totally thrown off and uh i thought it was cool to see that kind of situation happen because it's um it's not very often you see such a bad beat you know from the other way around uh you know you're always following and expecting the protagonist that you're thinking you know the good guys right that They're going to come out on top regardless, no matter what happens. And Mm -hmm. to see them get to this point uh, was, yeah, I think it was just kind of, it's like refreshing just to know, like, yeah, they're not going to, they're not perfect. They're not going to win every single time. So it was nice to see that. it's nice that uh, they took the liberty, like that the MCU, or I guess Kevin Feige actually like went ahead and said like, yeah, we're going to go ahead with this plan and we're going to fulfill it with the movie after. And yeah. Uh, what else I do remember thinking like oh is this a this was a Thanos movie it wasn't really <laughs> an Avengers movie this was a Thanos movie um, and I have more thoughts on that later but yeah that, that's pretty much my that was my experience at the time that did make me remember too that this is one
0: of the only marvel films where i had no idea where we were in the film while watching it it's not like i saw the time code and i was like oh we're probably halfway through the film or we're probably near the end mm-hmm. i remember when it ended i was genuinely surprised it was over mm-hmm. and I, I don't remember the runtime of this film but i think it's fairly long it's two and remember, a half i think yeah two and a half or so yeah and yeah. i remember looking down at my watch and being just genuinely shocked how much time had passed because to <laughs> me the movie felt very quick yeah. And it just, like, it just went right by. Because it almost was, like, a bunch of action scenes mixed with a bunch of scenes you really wanted to see. Like, it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was a really, really good payoff for such a long wait for something like this. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, I think yeah. that just made it go by really quickly. That being said, this time watching it now, I didn't have the same feeling. I definitely felt the length of the film this time watching it. But it's only because you know what's going to happen. So, mm. it's, like, I, I felt like, oh, okay, we're probably only halfway through the film now. And I looked at my watch and said, like, okay, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so, I... it didn't have it as much
1: this time around. I think... Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I... So, I, I didn't actually watch this one more than once in the theaters. Uh, but I'm sure I watched it a couple times afterwards, just on like at home on the TV or something. And uh, But this time watching it, I it's probably the most I've actually liked it. So, it could just be the fact that I'm watching it for the sake of... You know, I'm taking notes. I'm trying to picture or, or figure out things that I... Uh, like highlights I want to talk about, or things that I noticed that I didn't notice before, right. so I'm paying attention to it differently. So I liked it the most this time out of all the times I've watched it, but I still have the same overall feeling about <laughs> Thanos that I that I was telling you that I had before. Um, it just doesn't. I think now I see where it happens, and it's not like it, it's not throughout the whole movie, but it's just like certain aspects of it. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. well let's get into it
0: let's start with all our right. act one we're gonna break it down to three acts and here we go three um, acts. act one i wasn't actually i gotta admit i don't think i was all that creative with my act titles here my first one i just called unexpected disaster nice. um i feel like nobody saw this coming uh for all the scenes here in this first act and so i just felt like it was very unexpected and it was just suddenly a world disaster for everyone so yeah,
1: yeah. uh i called mine we're all gonna die and that was thanks to ned <laughs> But We're all gonna die.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like he best says line with a in the smile.
0: whole movie. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> good point. He's just smiling as he runs down the, the bus. Yeah. That is. Uh, I laughed
1: very very hard at that moment. That was good. <laughs> it was a good moment. Yeah. Like the the one line he has in the whole movie, and that's what he's got. Yeah. 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 it well. <laughs> it was good good Makes me like that more. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we got a scene here. Um, I'll play Peter Parker. You play Tony Stark. Okay. All right. Hey, man. What's up, Mr. Stark? Kid,
1: where'd you come from? Field trip. Uh, what is this guy's problem, Mr. Stark? Uh, he's from space. He came here to steal uh, a necklace from a wizard. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to find quotes in this film, because as you know, every scene has like 16 people in it, so it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no, really that's difficult. that's true, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, a lot of the quotes, uh, mm-hmm. it's tough, because I'm just trying to find whatever is a back and forth, so. Yeah. Um... But we'll, we got some, we got some, uh, some bangers later on, so we'll get to those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, so the film starts off, and we are on the guardian, the Asgardian ship that was at the end of the last Thor Ragnarok film, yeah. um, and it's being attacked by Thanos or Thanos' ship. It's kind of yeah. got that mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars A New Hope kind of vibe to it. There's one ship kind of taking down the other ship and uh, boarding it immediately. Um, oh, then it's kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, um, we have Thanos who's uh, kind of interrogating Thor, kind of looking for the what, 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 which uh, he's got sorry he has the space stone and no he's no, got, the, the I'm sorry, he got the power stone he's trying to get the space stone for them yeah right exactly yes yeah. the power stone is that purple one for the first guardians movie yeah that's the one right so he's got that stone he's trying to get the space stone off of them and he's interrogating them and we've got uh heimdall and thor and loki all in and the loki. ship yeah yeah and hulk. and loki's you know all this thing loki's trying to yeah um distract thanos and then suddenly have hulk break out i really like this moment i was talking to my fiance here i was like this is awesome this is the film answering that question of can hulk beat thanos and how strong is thanos it's asking Mm -hmm. this question in the first like five minutes of the film it's just like bam it just right away what is hulk like versus thanos and you Mm -hmm. see this sweet
1: little like boxing match they have it's really
0: cool i like
1: it i i like how like pretty much right like early on we get to see um without having to wait until later for thanos to get tested to show how uh how much of a combatant he is yes um you know he's like he's he's a very tactical fighter he's not just somebody who throws punches but like you can see he's very precise with yeah. every hit he places on the hulk right yeah. from the very first one that kind of oh like, i know it's like he hits a pressure point or something right it's a pressure totally point in the neck the hulk
0: has to bend that way then it gets him right in the ribs it's yeah. it's really well done it's like an actual fight i really like that i yeah. can watch those two brawl for a while that'd be fun well, um, i don't think you'd be able to watch it for a while because the hulk wouldn't last. Well, but... I, yeah, so my fiance was asking me too, she's like, is this Thanos without any kind of power? Is this just him at his regular strength, or is this Thanos with the strength of the stone? And I actually, at the time, I was thinking it was probably his regular power, but at this moment, I'm actually thinking, since it is the power stone that he was holding, he probably is a little bit more powerful with that stone. He's probably I've... able to use some of the power from that stone.
1: Maybe, but, you know, every time we've seen him really, like, throughout this movie, whenever he actually uses... The power of one of the stones like he has to oh, I see the, the color, color I guess. and, and the sh- it shines right so that's a good point when, we use the,
0: when he uses the power stone in the past I guess there is that purple haze around people actually so
1: yeah so I don't know if there's any kind of like innate power from just holding like having the possession and then using right. it it seems like you have to actually activate it but I could be wrong I might not have read into it correctly right um I would say I mean he's he's from another space or from, he's from another place uh in space and, he, <laughs> Space boys. Uh, and he's a titan right like that uh, the, just the name titan all, all already to me just holds a lot of weight to it in terms true. of like power and strength so that's true um i mean either way i think it would be interesting to see like if this hulk didn't get scared you know um because he's because the hulk is the one who is supposed to be uh like the more angry he gets like yeah. his, his power is based on his rage and his anger so like if he kept losing, but just kept getting angrier, then could that could that be a thing in this MCU where he would actually be able to surpass Thanos? Uh, we, I, I think this That's is a pretty clear answer. The way that they've done it, just as you're saying, that they've given you the answer for the question that like. They, they kind of pose right from the beginning, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I,
0: I did kind of take it like a Super Saiyan kind of thing. That's what I told my fiance mm. is that Hulk, you know, he would just get beaten up a bunch and probably just taken down many, 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 many times until eventually he would evolve and be better and then mm. be able to best his opponent. It would just yeah. take a lot, you know? Um, yeah. And maybe even more. And eventually, if Thanos had all the Infinity Stones, then I think Hulk could be toast because. He can just do pretty much anything to Hulk anything. at that moment. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so after this fight, we now have uh, Thanos, who then gets all mad at Hulk, and uh, Heimdall comes up the idea of using the sword, which I don't even remember this, but Heimdall uses the sword to, to summon the Bifrost to mm-hmm. then send Hulk to Earth with the Bifrost, which is such a cool scene. That is such a great way to just get rid of your Hulk real quick and send a message to
1: Earth. Just send yeah. Hulk
0: on his way to Earth, you know?
1: I also like, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but he kind of has, has a bit of like a, a slow... Like, he's not pulled right away. Like, usually when you get yep. um, pulled in by the Bifrost, it's, like, a really quick send-off, right? Yep. But he kind of, like, he gets, like, gently... He kind of get gently caressed <laughs> by the Bifrost and yeah, then yeah, yeah. gets, like, pulled in. The yeah. Bifrost is just being
0: gentle with him, you know?
1: Yeah. He's a gentle I mean, Hulk. He's very
0: fragile in this movie, so... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heimdall pays for this with his life, unfortunately. Right away, we get a gut-wrenching scene where uh, Thanos kills Heimdall. Uh, this causes thor to be all upset and emotional and loki to come and start trying to argue with thanos again i really really like this dialogue this is when somebody understands why thor movies are good movies when loki is explaining about um you'll never find the stone kind of thing or no i'm sorry thor is explaining you'll never find the stone we left it back on asgard it's destroyed and you just look at loki's face you know immediately that uh yeah it actually wasn't destroyed and um yeah he's got it on his person his he brings it out yeah Sorry, I'm a little distracted. My camera apparently has frozen. I don't know why my camera's frozen, but my I'm still here. I can hear you fine. Yeah, Everything is still normal. My camera froze. Okay, cool, cool. Don't
1: worry. We're okay. Technical difficulties on our side, but to everybody else, (laughs) everything is still totally fine. Um, So, uh, yeah, when he... What is it? Oh, he he lifts up the... So we actually get, like, this brother interaction between Thor and Loki right away, too, because he lifts up his hand he reveals a tesseract and then what what does Thor say like you really are the worst yeah yeah you really are the worst brother it's so good yeah Yeah, you really are the worst brother yeah (laughs) there's if there's one thing that um i really i really appreciate about this movie it's that when we get each of the characters we still get some semblance of what we like about them from the previous movies um yes so for like later on just for an example like when the guardians come out like we, every every person has their own kind of like line or thing about about this scene that just to open up, like, hey, remember the guardians? Well, this is what they're like, and it's I find I find it's well done. It's nothing that's like over the top, trying to. It's not like they're trying to show you like. Um, like, really, really hard, like, ran it down your throat, like, this is the kind of thing Star-Lord would say. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, they're, they're just very appropriate. So I think they, yeah. throughout the whole movie, I think it's done really well for They only the have a
0: few lines
1: for the whole movie, so they have to find the right
0: lines to say at that yeah. moment, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, it's just a really heart-wrenching moment, but also such a true moment when Thor sees Loki, knows immediately as Loki brings out the stone, like, okay, Loki lied to me yet again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out the, uh, the stone. I really like this. Danos just crushes the tesseract as we know it in his hand, and we start to see just the little space stone within the tesseract that was originally there the whole time um i don't really know why the space stone is able to be used the way it has been used throughout the whole mcu but it's it's a weird stone i don't totally understand it but it's a very interesting stone
1: i guess it's like a spatial thing right so it's not space as in just like literally like the space but i think it it uh what's the word it defies the idea of space um, so I think that's, that's probably what they're trying to do with it. And I think also at the same time, because we haven't seen it used with the gauntlet, like it's, it's meant like the gauntlet is specifically meant to wield the stones and use them in very specific ways. Right. Um, that otherwise we've only, we've only seen them be used in kind of like, I guess, one dimensional ways, almost like Scarlet Witch's powers because, you know, now that we're seeing, um, division. Yeah, I'm trying to not to say with spoilers but basically oh. <laughs> you know in in WandaVision, you know, we're we're seeing a, a more developed Scarlet Witch and her powers which we hadn't seen in the movies. So, it's kind of the same thing with the stones like leading up until this point. We've only seen little of what they can do, but Thanos is one who is he's done tons of like decades and or I don't know hundreds of years of like research. Uh, so he knows exactly what the stones are capable of and how to use them full to their full potential. Right. Um, that that might not be something that we are kind of instructed to, as the audience to like know this. Maybe not right off the bat, but I guess kind of later on. I think maybe Ebony Ma might say something. Like he he talks about like how he's been traveling everywhere just to find it. Um, I was gonna say though, when he crushes the the tesseract and holds the space stone, mm-hmm. that he's not affected at all right whereas you know that the guardians they all had to oh link right. up yeah, link in, up order, in, yeah the, in order in order like, yeah in order to actually like hold the power so yep. i kind of feel like this is supposed to be even more telling like hey this is why he could he could take on the hulk because he can hold the stone with his bare hands good point and it does nothing to him uh, red skull held the tesseract
0: in his hand and was rejected by the tesseract
1: immediately right yeah so. yeah yeah exactly so kind of mm-hmm. more quick quick ways to show just how powerful he is yeah for sure
0: mm-hmm. um also i apologize my webcam i just turned it off and turned it back on but it's still it's not coming back so sorry for that that's okay uh, i we'll see change you with it. your
1: t-shirt and a hat and you're in the jungle and uh, yeah I think yeah the there jungle. you go that's oh, that's nice. all you get <laughs> cool i'm just that's gonna look, look like. at your your face like you look like you're mid-stroke there like i might be yeah, yeah. Okay. little you know this is one long prank and i'm actually just frozen like that
0: so. <laughs> uh, so the hulk then uh i'm sorry then loki is then murdered by thanos um he is crushed Ooh, by thanos yeah. because loki tries to sneak really horribly sneak and, and stab him with a dagger he doesn't do a very good job of this my fiance's like why doesn't he use some of his decoy abilities and like try yeah. to like you know decoy loki and then jump on him yeah. but whatever he He fails at trying to assassinate Thanos, and in doing so, he gets murdered by Thanos. And then the whole ship gets destroyed, and Thor is left just kind of, like, floating in space with the rest of the dead Asgardians. It just oh yeah it's pretty Wait, horrible what a what an opening just yeah to have that all happen to yeah exactly this is like the finding nemo intro right this is just like the worst thing to ever happen in your movie it happens at the very beginning of the
1: movie so he so thanos is finding nemo he's just getting a bunch of nemos and putting it on his glove exactly yeah cool. <laughs> um so we now are on earth and hulk
0: is crashing into the new york sanctum the inner mm. sanctum sept of uh dr strange and wong Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh they're talking about like food or something it sounds like they're about to go to subway or just get a sandwich yeah i um, think so hulk crashes in he pretty much says Thanos is coming you know we need to warn everyone uh he's here kind of thing mm-hmm. and he's freaking out i really like the urgency to this like this movie gives you no time to take a break it's just kind of like we're going that's now, true you know yeah and right true. from the moment he crashes down he's like Thanos is coming and instantly doctor strange has to act and um yeah it's just a good sense of urgency that keeps up throughout the whole film i, I swear it doesn't
1: stop actually you know what I was just thinking so in this moment and we hear this uh, or we see this a little bit later on too but um, there are a few moments I feel like maybe once in each act where there's just like kind of dead silence and it's just before the arrival of Thanos right and and I, I almost kind of feel like it's supposed to just bring the whole environment and like just slow everything down because Thanos like as a character he's not a very frantic impatient kind of character right he's very patient yeah he's he's been waiting a long time and he's not making any mistakes doing anything so i i kind of like how there's always this slowdown just before his arrival yeah because it kind of just prompts everybody just to get into this new kind of like state of mind which they have to be to face somebody that's so different from and so much more powerful than they've always than they've previously faced so it's a cool little it could just be me overthinking it, but it, it makes me really get into, like, this, uh, like, build up into what is going to happen in the scene. You really feel like
0: at any moment he can show up, because mm. he has, and he does. Yeah, so it, yeah. he's got the space, to really so go anywhere he wants now. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. After Hulk crashes into the Sanctum, we now have Doctor Strange interrupting Tony and Pepper, who are talking about kids and some kind of dream that Tony's having, which is About funny. Morgan. Yeah, because it actually yeah. is, as we know, a real premonition that's going to come true for Tony. Mm-hmm. uh for the future but it's uh they're talking about it at this moment and saying that he kind of wants kids because he's seen a kid in his dream and it's just something that he thinks is going to happen and as Mm -hmm. we know tony's dreams actually do have a bit of a premonition kind of quality to them we've seen this in age of ultron where he kind of had a premonition of the avengers and how they would broke they could die and break down based on the choices tony has made throughout these Mm -hmm. whole films so it's actually kind of fitting that we now here are at the end of all things and we're still seeing some of this tony's regret on his original actions in new york um this is exactly what Strange has come to tell him, is that Thanos is here. Banner then comes and reunites with Tony as well and mentions this is Thanos. This is the threat that sent New York originally, the mm-hmm. aliens that were coming down with uh, Loki. And so 70, yeah. Yeah, so Tony's, like, in, in a matter of seconds, Tony's pretty much facing his biggest fears. This is everything that created Ultron in, in the first place. This is all the fears that created all those suits in Iron Man 3. This is mm-hmm. all of his fears come, coming crashing down right in this moment, and he's acting immediately. So he's saying... Who is this guy? Why can't we just take him now? Let's try to stop this. He's, he's just happy that he has this moment beforehand to understand that they, they have some time. So, yeah. they're going to try to do something about it. Yeah. And then Hulk can't Hulk. Yeah. I it, It's very strange. I, I don't really get this. I So, I, I do like this scene. I love how there there's a, a ship coming down. It's very reminiscent of real-world terrorist attacks that have happened. Uh, it's kind of 9-11-y, how they're running from the sanctum. And there's all these people running away from this big disaster in the middle of the city yeah um but yeah what seeing tony act and and Dr Strange act is so much fun getting them ready for this fight, but yeah. Bruce Banner's like wimpy little not being able to be a hulk is so annoying, like I know it's trying to be funny, but I just find it annoying,
1: yeah, it's also a little i mean i I get the idea that he's he's scared now like he's been uh, he's been traumatized by the defeat from from Thanos, but I almost feel like in this moment like he shouldn't. Feel as as scared because like Thanos isn't strictly there in front of them. Yeah, you know he's he's facing this kind of like skinny guy and, this and Call Obsidian. One,
0: and sorry, and Call
1: Obsidian. Ebony Maw, Call Obsidian.
0: He can beat them. They're it's, just random things. Oh, isn't his name Black Dwarf? Oh, I thought it was Call Obsidian. I don't know. I was going off of the MCU thing I was reading. Call uh, Oh, maybe it is
1: Call Obsidian. I don't know. Oh, it's, oh so maybe he but Call Obsidian was with the Black most powerful. Do I... Oh, Black Dwarf is also a character. It looks like it's the same thing. If you go to marvel.com, well, the search results is Black Dwarf in brackets, call Obsidian. So I guess oh, it's I guess Black same... Dwarf is the name
0: of the thing, but also call Obs- I have no idea. No idea why. Maybe but... one's his made-up name. You know, like Peter Parker, <laughs> and then there's uh, oh, we're using a made-up name, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm call okay. Obsidian. Well, I'll
1: go I'll go Black Dwarf now and then. I had wrote call Obsidian, but I'll I'll go Black Dwarf. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll get it. Yeah. But anyway, I almost feel like at the sight of him, I feel like Hulk would be want to fight. Like would yeah would want to show off like that's no, the, I'm, his I'm whole personality as Hulk
0: is like yeah. strength excites him. He wants to fight more strength. It gets him rageful and like wanting to fight. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a thing. But yeah, now he's all like scared and wimpy, and it's like
1: that's not Hulk. That's
0: Banner, not Hulk. Like it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and I to me it just it's just kind of weird that he. Is feeling like, feeling like that outside of all the times of, that he's with Thanos, but I guess that's exactly. the whole point of the the it's PTSD basically, right? So uh, yeah, I guess so. It's yeah.
0: it's it's a different kind of Hulk than what I'm expecting, I guess. Yeah, but, but still, yeah. Um, so yeah, at that moment we now have this this giant ship that's in the sky that is coming down to Earth, and uh, yeah, so Tony and Doctor Strange and Wong and Hulk are all going to fight the impending threat. I really like how Strange does this weird little like spell on the ship to like stop the ship. And it's Mm. like it's hard to tell like what it did, but it actually does stop the ship from moving. So I guess it kind of pauses it there in the air. And Tony looks at him, and it's I I don't know if this is a look of like he's impressed, or of a look of like that's all you've got. (laughs) Like, it's really funny. But I think I think Tony's impressed that he can actually like cast spells from his hands. And Mm. then it's kinda like, okay, this guy's on our side. Like, I think Tony's actually impressed and happy that this guy's good and with them.
1: Yeah, I think he is. Because I think I think he's getting the the, like, impeding, impeding danger. Impediment? Danger? What, what's the Impediment? <laughs> what's the word? Impeding Im- doom. Impending, yes. Impending. Thank you. Impending, sorry. Uh, yeah, so he, I think, yeah, he gets it. Like, uh, usually Tony is not the kind of, uh, not the kind of one to cower, right? Yes. But I think he's getting the feel of it. Yeah. Um, I also like how it seems like it's, uh like, they match them up. Like, specifically Tony and doctor strange just to pit the goatees next to each other oh i know later I know. later on you also get to see like when thor and cap are together they've got like the thicker goatees yeah the thicker beard so it's like they're just like putting these two together and then um what else happens wait does does Lord also have a goatee he does he yeah Lord's also one. got the goatee i know there's a, there's a lot with the same kind of facial hair so there's like the skinny goatee crew and then there's like the disheveled goatee crew and <laughs> anyway yeah yeah Uh, While this is happening, Peter Parker happens to be on a school
0: bus, as you mentioned earlier, with uh, Ned, and Ned is causing a distraction. (laughs)
1: We're all gonna die! We're all gonna die!
0: Um, Meanwhile, uh, Stan Lee is driving the bus, talking about the crazy kids, and uh, haven't they ever seen a spaceship before? Yeah. Uh, And Peter is on his way out the window of the bus and over off to the spaceship. Mm-hmm. uh then there's the big fight scene where we've got i guess black dwarf and uh what's the other guy's name something maw ebony maw ebony maw uh fighting i actually like this battle between ebony maw and dr strange it reminds me a lot of voldemort and uh dumbledore in the ah. order of the phoenix
1: movie oh in- when they're in the ministry right? ministry
0: of magic battle yeah, yeah you know how, yeah, like yeah. voldemort does that thing he sends all those spikes over Mm-hmm. Uh, it, wait, it's, no, it's glass. I'm sorry, he sends it's glass, glass over. And, and then, then Dumbledore like, shreds it. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. so
1: cool. And it makes it look all, like, snowy. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, in this one, when uh, he sends all the spikes over, Ebony Maw does, and then Doctor Strange makes the portal, and Wong makes the other portal, and it shoots just the spikes it back. back. Oh, yeah. so good. And I love how Ebony Ma is not expecting it. It just, like, nicks him in, like, the head and stuff. Oh, really good. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I like, well, we're going to see more of this, but seeing Doctor Strange in this kind of situation where he's just kind of full-on ready to to fight and compete. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like we didn't really get a lot of that in the first movie, or in his Doctor Strange movie, because it was more so about him learning and growing mm-hmm. and then escaping, like running away yeah, and more trying on to survive. The and then towards the end, you know, he's finally able to kind of do something. But yeah. for this one, right from the beginning, we're seeing him already prepared. He doesn't understand exactly what's happening, but he's just in it already, and uh yeah later on when he's when we're on titan like he he fights like he's a fighter Mm -hmm. which is really cool to see because he's he's using his skills and and we see a little bit of that now too
0: yeah it's funny with doctor strange because we'll never know everything he knows and that's what makes him so interesting like every single scene he's pulling out some new spell that we have no idea where it's from or what it does or how it works and he's just mm-hmm. doing something really really cool so yeah he really gets the limelight in this movie and for good reason he really comes off as an awesome character he yeah. gets good lines he gets good action scenes and he just gets good scenes in general mm-hmm. um anyways i like this whole fight scene i'm not uh, i'm okay on the whole like other fight scene with tony and the big the big hulking uh black dwarf guy but it's just it's just kind of a okay scene um, I, it's also got a lot of Banner just kind of complaining and I just don't find Banner funny in this movie. And you know what? There's actually evidence that the characters in this movie don't even like Banner in this movie because there's <laughs> just so many moments when he says what is supposed to be, I think, a joke and no one laughs or he says something super awkward and the other characters look awkward about it. Right. Yeah. So he just is a weird, annoying character in this movie. I don't know why, but I feel like Mark Ruffalo was just having a weird time and everyone was else was uh, just
1: kind of going along with it it's just strange i'm also wondering okay so there's this uh there's this point where uh where black dwarf gets thrown into the portal and he's in some sort of like he's in antarctica i don't know snowy yep and he loses his arm but then later on when we see him like he's back at the end of the movie somehow like it's not explained how he's how they find him i guess thanos probably could find him and track him and use a space zone or whatever but then also, doesn't he have two arms? Yeah, he does. Like, I don't know why. It's probably explained somewhere,
0: but yeah, okay. he has two arms again. Maybe Thanos brought it back with the Time Stone. Who knows? <laughs> oh,
1: like, yeah, that's possible. Maybe. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. so uh, No, he didn't have the Time Stone by then cuz he was off doing his own thing. Time Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, may- yeah. Maybe he used a Reality Stone? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't we'll matter. make it look like that's you fine. have an arm. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going
0: to judge you. <laughs> 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 looks are everything in this movie um so uh, dr strange is fighting uh, ebony maw and ebony maw gets the better of him and ends up taking dr strange with him to his ship peter parker uses this as an opportunity to kind of hijack this train i guess onto the uh, ship and peter finds himself uh escalating higher and higher and higher into the sky and mm-hmm. tony unleashes I, I i don't know some kind of suit I don't it, I don't know what, so what he it's had a named pod, it. I guess. Yeah, it's some kind of pod thing, which holds the iron spider suit and he uses yeah. that to catch Peter. I love that he says that. Just just drop and I'll catch you. I love that. It's such a good line. Like mm-hmm. I'll catch you. And then he just like drops and the suit catches him. It's so cool.
1: Yeah. Um I, it's also nice that um I, I feel like we get another this another thing of this later with Tony too. But he's just um like for somebody who is I guess he's just always he's always ready for what the next step has to be or Mm. something so yeah this with the suit and uh oh what was the other one i was just thinking um i I can't think of it now i'll I'll figure it out later but he just always seems like he's oh it's when yeah when he's um it's actually just before this when he's uh he's he's fighting black dwarf and then ebony maw is um he's flying off with doctor strange and then he says to spider-man oh that's the wizard and it's just oh, like yeah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. He, he while he's preoccupied with this yeah. big gigantic Still thing able to explain he's, he's already thinking about like okay, what happens what has to happen next we need yeah. to have Spider-Man go yeah chase him right so, yeah <laughs> he's yeah. directing the battle yeah well, <laughs> pretty much yeah. i guess he's a leader yeah and he
0: leads well and you see the actually parallels of this with Captain America as well this movie changes back and forth between the powers of Captain America and the powers of Iron Man and you see Mm -hmm. both of them lead really well they also get pushed around by other wannabe leaders but you see them still leading which is really interesting so Mm -hmm. I like that a lot yeah Yeah. um yeah so we I like uh Peter's backflip where he takes on the Iron Spider suit I like how um tony then joins up onto the ship as well and pepper's calling him asking when he's gonna be home and to come back immediately i like how even like friday's like talking and she starts to cut out and she's like i'm leaving too or whatever and just kind of like, cuts out right away and it's like <laughs> did she say that she says uh, i am losing you too or something like oh okay yeah
1: yeah <laughs> like remember. oh no i'm gonna check out now bye. <laughs> yeah bye <laughs> um
0: but i just like that tony just instantly goes to like stealth mission <laughs> solo mission in space mm-hmm. and we don't really see tony ever in this kind of environment where he's heading into space so mm-hmm. it's fun to see yeah. Uh, then, speaking of space, we transition to uh, Come and get your love! <laughs> so it goes on immediately to the Guardians, and it feels like a Guardians movie immediately. Like, it just, like, cuts right to hard cut of a ship as it's traveling through space with some great 70s
1: music. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it wasn't the song that you were singing, though, right? No, it wasn't. It was, no. Not the, okay. Not the song. I can't I even remember what, it what song
0: it was, but it was something good. Um, yeah. They're all, like, singing, except for Trax is, like, asleep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, somehow they crack me up every time i'm laughing so hard whenever there's a guardian scene i sometimes like they're just over the top but i still find them so funny i don't know why <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah not they're perfect the way they are yeah they're just really yeah. good
0: um mm-hmm. so they actually are coming up on a again a kind of a star warsy reference here they're coming up on what they think is going to be a planet they're going to go and help oh, but it that's actually no ends up, well kind of actually sorry i'm, I'm actually thinking a little yeah. bit of a different scene though it's when they actually come across alderaan and they're wondering where Alderon is, and oh, they realize yeah, right, right, that Alderon right. is destroyed, right? That's yeah. kind of what happens here. They go to what is a distress signal of a ship, and it ends up being now just a bunch of Asgardians floating around in space, and the ship is already destroyed, so they're too late. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting how it jars you from this. It goes from a really funny kind of comedic scene where they're like, oh, we're just going to steal the money off these people, to boom. Instantly, they're now heroes trying to
1: rescue whoever's left from this place. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of feel like this is another one of those moments where it's just like dead space that's left it's almost like it happens before and after Thanos. Like you know, there's True. there's this huge the like you're saying like yeah, it's it's aftermath that just ha- uh, happens to be something that's almost like it's so suppressed by anything from him, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we uh, like they're in lightspeed or whatever you would call it. Um, so we're in that moment of like like how you said in the movie, we don't get a lot a lot of uh, uh, breaks or breaths, um, but we have um, you know they're in the moment, they're on their way to something, and then they stop, and it's just like everything just slows down all over again even though thanos isn't there but it's like remnants of when what thanos did for sure um
0: yeah and at this moment then it's cut with a hard cut of thor uh slamming against the windshield um and opening an eye yeah instantly uh rocket going wipers wipers (laughs) i just love that it's so good yeah his first instinct is just wipe it off the screen like (laughs) yeah um so the guardians pick up thor um Thor is explaining to them what happened, all about Thanos. They have a little bit of a catch-up where is telling them she's the daughter of Thanos, and they kind of go off. I like how Thor instantly looks at her like he's menacing, and he just kind of pats her shoulders His families are hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a good moment because, like, obviously Thor's gone through all of his family struggles and strife, and, like, you're not sure how he's going to act in this moment, but he's actually yeah. taking, like, the death of his brother pretty well for mm-hmm. considering what's going on. Yeah, he's... I mean,
1: I guess he's, like, kind of somber, but I think he's mostly he's mostly on the idea of he has to stop thanos. He exactly. let him get away once, but he's got to do something now. Yeah, he's um, on a revenge
0: trip for sure. And I, yeah, it's just it's it but I I do just like his like uh casual sympathy for Gamora and family. I just think it's kind of nice.
1: Yeah. You know, I kind of find that Thor in some way is sort of like he kind of resembles all of the Guardians characters. So in in terms of uh in terms of Drax, I almost find that he is similar in terms of uh, the he's things literal. that he doesn't, uh, yeah, literal things like the things that he doesn't get. Yeah, with with Star Lord, um, I don't know. I feel like there's just a, like a little bit of every character. That is I his? He's sometimes. got the
0: arrogance, the the arrogant leader kind of thing of Star Lord. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He's got the arrogant. weapon like bloodlust of Rocket. Uh, he can speak tree. <laughs> yeah, he gets, yeah, exactly. He took it as an elective he's, in his college, apparently. <laughs>
1: and then the the family history,
0: like Gamora. Like, like I guess. Gamora, I don't I don't know. know Yeah.
1: Well, he does. His sister was like an evil tyrant. So yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, anyway. that's a
0: really good, really good point there. I never thought so
1: that. I, I don't know if that's why they paired them up in in this manner, and you know why they because the the plan in the in more movies is going to be that same thing, right? Like Thor with the Guardians. So I think so. As Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, they've they mentioned oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So maybe it's because of that because he he has enough similarities that overlap, and it makes it right. makes the cohesive. It's, well, it's more of a cohesive group in this rewatch
0: you and i have actually kind of said that even from the first thor movie how much it feels like a guardians film or like kind of builds up the space side of uh the oh, Marvel yeah. movies, which i yeah. never used to think but now after we've seen endgame and, and we're going back through it all it does actually make sense these two film series are really relevant like they, they definitely make sense in the same universe so putting mm-hmm. thor with the guardians i think makes the probably the most sense as far yeah. as teaming yep. up these people you know Cap would be a very strange one Tony would be a very strange one but Thor makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah, okay so we have uh, Thor pretty much saying that they need to uh have a plan to be able to destroy Thanos he says he has to make a weapon the only way to make a weapon is for him to go to Nidavellir mm-hmm. uh where he can go and meet up with the uh dwarves there and they can build a weapon that will destroy Thanos this obviously piques uh Rocket and Groot's interest and they're gonna head off there with him Meanwhile, Peter, Gamora, Drax, and Mantis are going to leave for
1: Nowhere. Nowhere? Nowhere? Is it, uh, is it NO or KNO? It's KNO. It's like it's... Yeah, it is. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I... my notes Cause... aren't 100% proofed. No, that... <laughs> that's okay. And uh, I was going to say Knowhere. <laughs> Obi-Wan Knowhere. That is a is name uh... I haven't heard in a long, long time. <laughs> uh, Nowhere is a. Um... Why is a celestial being?
0: not he? Oh, I think you're right. And then this—it's uh, inside of his skull or something. Yes, yeah. The whole uh,
1: planet yeah. and or I something. I can't remember if nowhere was. Have we been to nowhere in the previous Guardians? Yes, films? we were there in the first in, Guardians in the film. S- oh. When they movie. go and they meet the Collector. Right, right, right. Collector. Yeah,
0: yeah. T- uh, t- after, after this is happening, we immediately go to Scotland for a second, just to hang out in Scotland. We hang out with Vision and Wanda, which to anybody watching WandaVision right now, this is kind of funny and, like, jarring. Because, like, it looks kind of normal. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm used to the scene. But the first time we watched this scene, this was actually weird because it was Vision as a human for, like, the first Mm -hmm. time ever. We hadn't seen it before. So it was a very strange kind of moment. Also, they hadn't really talked much about their romance until this movie. And now in this movie, it's very blatant. It's very, you know, they are a romantic couple no matter what. Like, they're staying together. Uh, last we saw was Civil War where Vision was kind of holding Wanda hostage and Wanda eventually had to fight Vision to be able to go off and, and do what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting in this moment kind of seeing their romance, but uh, if you're watching Wanda Vision, then you're already kind of beyond this anyways, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here they are in Scotland. They're talking about how well they're doing as a couple. Vision doesn't really want to go back to Tony to report anything. He kind of wants to live there with Wanda now. Mm-hmm. And while they're explaining that, Boom! They're ambushed by Proxima Midnight and Corbis Glaive. Yes. Corvus Glaive? With a glaive.
1: With a glaive. I, I, I was looking up all the names, and I was like, is he... He's holding a glaive. So that's why his name is yep. Glaive? Or, and it's threat or... level
0: Midnight, which is why it's Proxima Midnight.
1: <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. And she's pretty dark. As it is with Midnight. Mm-hmm. Right? Midnight's mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. Um, I was wondering... I. I didn't get a chance to really look into this, but the reason why Wanda and Vision have that connection is because when Baron Monstrucker was experimenting on the Maximoff twins, he was using the Mind Stone, right? And drawing the powers of it. And so that's why, because Scarlet has that inside of her, they had that connection. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which I think is actually a very interesting take. I love how she has that connection to the Stone, but she also has a connection to Vision. And like the whole point of this movie for her is trying to break away one of those two things and is it possible you know Mm -hmm. um so i like that so yeah yeah, they're attacked by corpus Mm -hmm. and proxima midnight there's a couple fights here i really just one small thing i just want to point out is i really like the music in this moment there's a great scene where um uh scarlet witch and vision are kind of gliding in the air and they get shot down by oh I think yeah. it's corbus glaive I, I don't know somebody shoots them with like a laser and they get mm-hmm. hit and as they get clipped the music does this perfect little swell where it's like as they like fall
1: <laughs> and it's really good it, it's he... just a person that recorded himself
0: playing. <laughs> if you watch that scene you know exactly what i'm talking about but it's uh it it made me realize that the music is all i don't know the word for this there's obviously some kind of musical word for this but um, musical, musical. The music is all dynamically changing to each scene that's happening at the moment, but it's all one long song. You know, <laughs> I
1: just, I just heard it. So I was playing back. Oh, you did it! it it's, it's exactly as you say. it? I knew it! I knew uh, it! Knew it was Proxima, Proxima. midnight. She uses okay. her staff or whatever yeah. she has and shoots them down. Yeah, it does. This I, like thing. it's, it's her. She's Proxima is actually going. And that's how she commands her. <laughs> that's staff. the sound of the weapon, actually. You that's know? yeah. It's yeah. kind of like you know, like the Green Ranger from the Power Rangers. Yep. Like he has to play his saber or his dagger. Right. He has to play a certain melody for it to do there. certain things, like bring out his Dragon Sword. Right. So she has to sing certain melodies for to it, be able to Her it. staff yeah. to shoot beams. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I just I noticed it when I was watching, and I thought it was really good. Uh, not just that one little moment, but that's where I started noticing it and paying attention. So uh, it's it's really well done um obviously here we have a really nice uh introduction to captain america i love how the mm-hmm. first time they show him it's a silhouette yes. It's such a perfect silhouette and you're just like boom you know who it is immediately it's just it's captain america and then when yeah. it cuts into him you start to realize oh he's not captain america that i know he's like a rebellious darker kind of version dark, of captain he's america. dark america he's got yeah. a beard he's got like a black suit on pretty much um but I love it It's uh, the silhouette first And we go Oh Captain America And then it like fades Into the reality Of what Captain America Is these days
1: And it's kind of So I th- I think his suit Isn't actually Like black Or it- I think it's his It's the suit That he had From uh, whatever it's The last movie It's dirty now was, him, was Civil War. <laughs> Yeah exactly He hasn't He hasn't washed the suit yeah. He just kept the black i guess or dark now i don't know if this is actually
0: how it's supposed to be but i call them the secret avengers here uh only because that's what we were originally going to be calling them secret avengers um Mm. and this movie kind of just shows it as the avengers at this moment but uh from this moment on if i mention secret avengers what i'm talking about is this team here which is captain america black widow falcon vision uh scarlet witch and that's it i think (laughs) And, and yeah I think yeah,
1: that's it. And no shield.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, Black Widow has dyed blonde hair, and it's something I never actually asked: was why does she have dyed blonde hair? But I just I noticed in the MCU uh, wiki when I was reading it, they're mentioning that she has dyed blonde hair because they were on the run, and I was like, oh, so there was actually a reason why her hair changed. It was she was trying not to be recognized, which she was known for her red hair, I guess that she had. So, um,
1: so it's supposed I, to be a disguise. Interesting. I was actually thinking that they wanted that for, uh, um, for what we see in Endgame that uh, can, wait can we see spoilers in any games yeah, yeah we, of course we, we is, yeah. Is, you know like when um later on in Vormir when she jumps mm-hmm. off and she has that same scene that Gamora had so yep. Gamora like her hair her red hair is all splayed out yep. but then um this time it's it's uh Black Widow I was going to say Scarlett Johansson um, so Black Widow, it's it's her. And I'm pretty sure she has blonde hair, but then it's the blood that is coming. Right, in. yeah. Um, so I assume that that was the reason that like, they wanted to have the blood be a little bit... I mean, that's probably like a very minimal reason. So it makes yeah. sense, yeah, that they're on the run. They need to look a little bit different. But then, uh, like, Falcon... Like, Sam doesn't
0: have... I know. <laughs> it looks the same. Also, Cap doesn't so, look all that different, as we just pointed out. A silhouette of him it looks like just, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lame excuse, but that's their excuse for why she has uh, dyed hair. I, I mm-hmm. like this fight scene. It Like, really quickly, they just, like, own these other people, and they get knocked out. So, it's... uh Obviously, the power of teamwork here is great. Um, yeah. All together, yeah. they're able to work really well, and just, like, yeah. Uh, Which is
1: really nice to see. Yeah, you uh, get a win real quick here, which is nice. Yeah, it's a a nice small win, but it's also like a very efficient one. And Mm -hmm. uh, it it shows the potential of the Avengers when they work together. Yes, yes. Couldn't have put it better myself.
0: Uh, After the attack... We get a. I, I believe this is here. And by the way, if my notes are a little bit off in order, I apologize. I tried my best to order these. As quickly. always, yeah, I know. <laughs> so there's a flashback sequence here, I believe, of Thanos, You're correct. and yes. he's saving Gamora from the onslaught uh, on her planet of her own people. So while this is happening, uh, there is they're lining up people to be able to just like kind of exterminate them on a planet. For some yeah. weird reason, Thanos decides this little girl. He wants to care for her. We don't really know why, but he decides she's got some kind of fight in her, and he likes her. So he does a very fatherly thing and he kind of distracts her while there's this whole thing going on and he shows her something to be distracted with, shows her the importance of this tool and shows her the importance of actually pretty much all of Thanos' message which is um, uh, the the perfect balance to all yeah. And you can't lean too far to the left, you can't lean too far to the right, it's the balance in the middle. It's chaos and order and it's the balance in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's explaining this to Gamora meanwhile everyone is being killed on our planet in the background. It's a really heart-wrenching scene and it's really good. It's really, really good. Thanos gets a lot of great scenes, and this is an awesome scene where it's explaining his whole storyline pretty much. It's explaining his motivation and his personality all like in one, and it's just visually fun to watch. So
1: yeah, well, we don't get his whole story now. Like we see what he's doing, we find right. out later on when they're actually when they're actually on Titan, um, like what we find the out more about reason- why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So at this point, um, and I just wanted to mention, I I find it it's um maybe this is probably like a typical thing, but I think because it's Thanos, it's uh, like, it's a very particular thing. So, yeah, he's, I guess, being the fatherly person. It's basically, he's he's trying to find the most appropriate way that he can think of to distract um, th- distract this child who yeah. is supposedly an innocent child, yes. right? So, she's not somebody who knows death, who knows pain and suffering until this moment, or would have until this moment. Yeah. Um, but the way that he's distracting her, yes, it's balance. And I think, yeah, the message is balance while uh but it's it's kind of like under the guise of a weapon yes right because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the point is that he's he's showing her the idea of balance but using a weapon which i think it's it's almost like that's well that is his personality that he mm. is um he you could say that yeah he has the will to do what he needs but he knows he knows that he needs to use uh like force yeah or he, he has to take that kind of action in order to up obtain or attain that balance right yeah that's well said
0: well said anthos Thanks. thank um, you when it cuts from that it comes back to gamora telling quill I- i'm assuming a little bit about this although maybe not so she's kind of reminiscing on this uh while they're in the ship and she's talking to quill pretty much saying uh she wants her to promise she wants him to promise her that if she's in a moment where she's captured by thanos she wants mm-hmm. quill to shoot her um which is pretty intense uh, quill kind of takes it as a joke he's he's laughing uh, yeah. about like grenades that could blow his junk off and then um <laughs> she she takes it to a very serious level and says like promise on your mother's life which as we all know is huge for quill um yeah. and for her to even know this is this, t- this tells you like miles of their relationship right there mm-hmm. just the fact that they're able to talk to each other on this level not only does he actually promise her this they have this nice romantic moment afterwards and it's just really really good and i i I really go far to say that Quill and Gamora are one of my favorite uh, film couples. Uh, They're just really good on screen because... More than than Tony and Pepper? I don't know. Tony and Pepper are different in the Marvel Cinematic Universe later on than they are at the beginning. They're really, really good at the beginning, but they start to peter off a bit. But I still... focus. Yeah, at least they're both in the top five. You know, both Peter and Gamora and both Quill and Tony. (laughs) No, so there's...
1: <laughs> that was wrong <laughs> both Pepper and Tony and both I'm Peter to, and I'm trying to Gamora. picture these relationships yeah okay wait yeah. so for the top five you just named four so is there like a random, is there like the fifth wheel no no no, is there no, just no. Like, of the it's the top like, five relationships it's, probably, it's, it's in the, the Hulk, cinematic right? universe the Hulk is just the fifth yeah okay alright
0: uh, anyways I do like them on, on screen I also like how they're instantly interrupted by uh, Drax who's eating his uh, Zarg, nuts. Zarg nut Zarg <laughs> yeah that is a good scene I absolutely still <laughs> i can I'm, move i'm right. sure oh, of he it. Say it i'm sure of it okay, that's unseen to the untrained eye or something yeah. like that. although i don't like uh when mantis comes in hi drax I just oh yeah it's, it's, it's just it's a little bit too much of that moment i, I think, think yeah, it's funnier exactly. when he's just thinks he's like super silent and he's obviously not i just think that's funny yeah uh,
1: i think actually i would have been okay if she said hi drax and then yeah. it, um and then it, the like cut or something like maybe maybe a cut like he has to react obviously because he has yeah. to know or uh or maybe he doesn't have to know but i think because he said damn it like yeah. because he he did that that's almost like ah oh, like it loses it. it's luster th- it does lose it for, for me it's yeah. a small thing but like yeah.
0: yeah you just you know the humor i don't know it's hard to explain humor obviously but you just know it in the moment that i ruined the joke a little bit by the yeah. ending uh anyways the, the guardians arrive on nowhere and they, uh, I, I, I just said they fitness Thanos. I don't know why I wrote that, but, uh, they, they witness Thanos interrogating the Collector. They got fitness Thanos. <laughs> fitness Thanos. He's got the shake weight. He's <laughs> hanging out with, uh, what's his name? With Kibon? Uh, no, no, the, the dude from Thor Ragnarok. He's, He's got, got. Death and Troy. Oh, um, Scourge. Scourge, yeah, Scourge <laughs> and Thanos hanging out with the shake weight doing some fitness training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, Thanos is interrogating the Collector here on Nowhere. And Mm -hmm. it's an interesting scene where he's kind of interrogating him Mm -hmm. (laughs) intensely. I like this little moment because I feel like this is a nod to Jurassic Park. But Peter Quill is doing, like, his little hand motions. He's, like, like, (laughs) forward or whatever. And then he, like, does the pause. And no one pauses. (laughs) They just keep walking. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I like that moment. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, The interesting little thing here where we start to realize uh, Gamora pretty much just runs in to go and take on Thanos. And she comes off like a badass. She, like, slices him, does a little stab. Seems like he's dead. He kind of falls down, Whoa. and uh, I love how she starts crying like immediately after she's done it. This is he, oh, yeah. this is like Stockholm syndrome to a T. It's like she she's just destroyed her captor, and she's so overwhelmed by emotion she doesn't know how to take it. That mm-hmm. this is actually a father figure in her life, and she can't she can't even understand an emotion. and Just starts crying, and I love yeah. that he just that moment when he's just like, is that remorse or whatever, and just yeah. like you just hear his voice, and you're like, holy smokes, he's alive. And when mm-hmm. the reality just goes away, even the collector, like in the reality, is just waving at them. It's so like it's fr- <laughs> it's creepy, but it's like it's very creepy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It reminds me of like uh, it almost. It's like comedically creepy at the same time. It's like somewhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, and it's weird how he can. I guess he, he can set up that stage so well because he's already inside their heads. Yeah. Like, um, it's obviously Gamora he knows the most, but he's he's done enough research to know, I guess, everybody else to some extent, right? Yeah. Or at least, I mean, later on, we find out that he knows Stark really well. Uh, I'm not sure how much he knows about the rest of the Guardians, but, um, yeah, so the moment where Gamora does go on to attack him, and um, I, I think it's a little interesting how even though she has been brought up her whole life by Thanos, she... It's almost like she's the opposite in terms of, you know, he's really patient with all, his, all of his moves, but she's just like, no, get it done, get it done, get it done. Yep. And that's what leads to her, in a way, failing. I mean, because, you know, he was already prepared for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's like, even though he has been doing all he can, and he, he also, with his first line, is that remorse that I sense from you, that he he's hearing this thing that he wouldn't normally hear from his daughter uh, that she is she's exuding these things that are very unlike him and it's almost like maybe she's been like that because uh, she's been with the Guardians long enough to kind of erase erase everything rewind everything that he's been able to impose onto her Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe in a good way but from his perspective it's not because that's not what he brought her up to be right um but yeah, just found it was interesting for, for her to have that moment where she just rushed in, and I think she no, she's always been kind of like a rusher, hasn't she? Yeah, I think she she's kind of a, a fight first, ask questions later kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. She's I think like she that. is.
0: Yeah. It, it falls into her, yeah, characteristics. You almost know something is going to go wrong right away. You wouldn't just oh, rush yeah. into a battle with Thanos like that. So when he's, like, dying, you know he's not dead, but still. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a good scene. I like how he comes back, and he holds her at gunpoint, and... Just watching it like this is like, uh oh my gosh, what's his name? Chris hems no, Chris Pine, no, Chris Evans, no. Wh- which Chris is this? Whoa, Chris Pratt, uh, that's it. Chris, yes, Pratt. okay. <laughs> There's too many Chris's. Um, that's right. This is where you really see Chris's Pratt's uh, acting. It's really good <laughs> Chris, in this it, moment. You, you see Chris Pratt's. Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt.
1: What are they like? What is his Pratt's like? <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, he like does... he's,
0: he's really doing good. When he's when he's saying you should go, you should have gone left. Like, it's an yeah. interesting line because it actually doesn't work or make all that much sense.
1: If she went left, it wouldn't have made much of a difference anyways. It, yeah. But it's, it's just, but it's him, just him... him. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, it's it's just him trying to deal with the fact that, like, they're in the situation. Like, what could they do other than, like, blame what led up to it. Yeah,
0: this one, right. like, minuscule thing that actually doesn't work at all. It's his It's his powerlessness. <laughs> he has zero power, and he's talking about the last moment when he did have power was right at that moment when he was saying go left. And, Let her uh, go, Grimace. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and, um it's just his acting is so good and when he's all the way down to when she's like you promise you have to shoot me kind of thing and then he just starts like yelling as he's like got the trigger ready and pulls the trigger it's so good Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't shoot her you just
1: feel like he shot her it's so well done and then the bubbles come out (laughs) that's right and i'm actually like i think in the movie i was i was so uncertain of like is he gonna really do it or or is something else going to happen to break that moment or is he just gonna is Thanos just going to be like, oh, you should have listened to her, and then just, you know, space and, and go out. Yeah. But no, and then he actually has to say, like, I like him, and yeah. then leaves.
0: I love that, too. That is such a good line where it's just like, I like him, and then they leave, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it makes you like Thanos more, too, because obviously us as the audience, we like him, too. How many times has a villain been like, oh, I like that protagonist? But he does, because he's not, right. he's a totally different style of villain. He's, very, he's like one of the Avengers just gone wrong in a weird way. He's, he's <laughs> like, it's fun bit. to have him around. Um, I th- and
1: he can also kind of read the situation, too, when she tells him, like, you promised to kill me. Yeah. And and, uh, and they're waiting. And then he even says something like, uh, oh, you asked too much of him. Like oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets it. <laughs> even, like, drags her closer to the gun just to make it easier on him, too. Yeah, and tries to force
0: him. Like, do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's good. Uh, that is actually where I, I ended my act one. Now, I don't really know where the acts finish in this movie. So I ended it there after he
1: takes away Gamora. Actually, I did, too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's lucky. I... I do want to say, though, and I was thinking about this when I was in uh, the act three, mm-hmm. that I I kind of feel like because of the two movies, that the the three acts actually takes place over the course of two movies. It could be. So, uh, I was almost picturing, like, act one and act two of this movie are actually act one of both movies.
0: I can see that, yeah. And, and honestly, I was searching up film theory beforehand, and it seems like people can't agree on the three-act structure for this movie at all because some people say for one that it's five acts other people say that it's three acts but the first act ends right once uh hulk gets sent to earth (laughs) i was like whoa what oh wait what yeah so they were like the first act is incredibly short and then the second act is most of the film and then it goes to the third act at the end i was like holy smokes like so it's really bizarre how this film runs and which is why we're a little bit off on our acts but apparently we're not but still Okay. Well, I guess it's, it's all subjective. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whatever the Russo brothers say are the ax. that's, that's the axe. what it is. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, okay. So just before we do that, I want to uh, end our video call here and redo it because I think that'll fix my video.
1: Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. 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 Welcome yeah. The back. issue
0: was not with my webcam. It was apparently with my browser. Facebook? Imagine that. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Folks,
0: don't use Firefox. It will be the death of you.
1: Ooh, blasphemy! Not I'm kidding.
0: I'm just yeah. I know. I actually will continue to use Firefox, so it's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, so moving on into Act Two here, I named my yes. Act Two the Recovery Attempt because it feels like they got sucker punched <laughs> and now they're attempting to recover.
1: I like how you said after Thanos steals Gamora. Not he doesn't kidnap. He steals, steals her. He steals her away, yes. like Bowser does yeah. the princess. Peach. She, she's yeah. Uh, I called mine. Why is Gamora? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my fiance and I laughed it, so hard at that moment it's just it why is Gamora it just, it's just it's so good oh. uh,
1: it is it's probably like the best line of the whole movie yeah I, I think so it has to be <laughs> um, and I was I was taking note I think the only question not asked is when is Gamora that's true yeah Who right because we because later on uh, so yeah in the beginning it's um uh, where's Gamora yeah what's Gamora and then uh Oh no, wait, do we? Maybe we don't get how is Gamora.
0: Why is Gamora? Or who
1: is Gamora? I don't think we actually get a who is Gamora. No, yeah, the first, the first set, the first three oh, questions yeah, are yeah. where is Gamora, who is Gamora? Oh no, 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 sorry, you're, maybe you're right. I think who it's is what Gamora? is Gamora. Yeah, it's what is Gamora. What is Gamora? I'll do you
0: one better. Why is Gamora? I think that's all we get. I where, like, oh, my, what, and why. But we maybe don't get my act, who or when.
1: My act should be called who is Gamora. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah that's like a anyway Jeopardy answer who was uh, Gamora? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right uh okay so anyways let's get into the scene here uh why don't you play thanos i'll play gamora okay yeah i was a child when he took me
1: i saved you
0: no we were happy
1: on my home planet you were going to bed hungry scrounging for scraps your planet was on the brink of collapse i'm the one who stopped that you know what's happened since then The children born have known nothing but full bellies and clear skies. It's a paradise.
0: Because you murdered half the planet.
1: A small price to pay for salvation. You're insane. Little one, it's a simple calculus. This universe is finite. Its resources, finite. If life is left unchecked, life will cease to exist. It needs correcting. You don't know that. I'm the only one who knows that. At least... I'm the only one with the will to act on it.
0: I like that. Because again, regardless of if you agree with Thanos or not, he agrees with himself. And he thinks that he's the only one who can do this, who has the ambition Mm -hmm. enough to do this. And that is the mark of any person in the world who becomes like a huge billionaire success is the person who is like i'm the only one who has the strength to be able to do this kind of thing so i will mm-hmm. start facebook and do it yeah <laughs> or I, will start, <laughs> right. I will start tesla or i will start like spacex and i will make sure it happens you know like it's the same mm-hmm. kind of drive that hits those personality types and it just happens to be a bad idea from thanos mm-hmm. but it's driving him so we can relate yeah to some of those moments from thanos but we just can't relate to the end game of thanos mm-hmm
1: yeah and he's just got like absolute conviction Mm. right Mm. and he's got he's got the patience to pull it all off so i think that's what he's got going for him yeah
0: yeah 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 us for president uh (laughs) (laughs) so we start off with general ross yelling at roadie um pretty much ross is back yeah
1: (laughs) ross is back 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 again okay
0: okay um He's yelling at Rody Rody's all like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever. I signed the accords. I don't agree with the accords anymore. Yeah, we know. It doesn't make <laughs> sense when you signed him in the first place, but whatever. um Arrest them. Yeah, I'll get on it. Yeah, exactly. I love that moment. Like the Avengers come in, and they say, "I want you to arrest them." I'm like, "Yeah, right. Even if like he actually wanted to arrest them, how the hell is he going to arrest them? He's one guy. this guy. Yeah, this guy
1: who is like paralyzed from the late, oh. like the waist down, basically."
0: Also, yeah. Hulk is there. Banner's there. What does Ross think of Banner? We don't get that answer. Quite, that question <laughs> yeah. answered.
1: Like. Oh, good, good question. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, this Banner and Ross have never met, so maybe that's why that's he, he doesn't. He doesn't recognize him. He yeah. looks different. I know. Yeah. It's
0: it's a very interesting moment that could have happened but didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the Avengers come in. We have an amazing, amazingly awkward Banner moment here where he pretty much, like, they're talking. The Secret Avengers are talking with Rhodey, and they're having their kind of, like, catch-ups. You know, how you been, Cap? Oh, you guys, you're back now. That's cool. And then Banner comes out of nowhere. Hey, guys. Hi, Nat. Hi. Hi. It's... As awkward yeah. as the Age of Ultron scene when he's just like going up to the bar and talking to Nat and it's supposed oh, to be yeah. some interesting charismatic scene and he's awful at it.
1: This With is a pretty little lady like you doing
0: here. Yeah. Or uh, like that. God yeah. done me wrong. Like it's it's so yeah. bad. Anyways, this moment, hi Nat, it's like the room just dies in this moment. <laughs> like, they all look at him. Like really, bud.
1: <laughs> like that's all you have to say. Yeah, like, it's yeah. so
0: bad. Like uh, it's it's awkward, and everyone treats it awkwardly. It even cuts to Don Cheadle's face as he just he does like an eye expression. Goes like, oh, like that was awkward. <laughs> like, well, actually, no. It was
1: um uh Sam. He's the one that he kind of like looks. He's looking at the ground. Oh, like, is it oh it was oh, okay. it Sam? Oh, yeah. Thought it was yeah.
0: yeah. I okay Anyway, so yeah. it's just a funny stupid moment i was just like i can't believe this the only uh notable thing about this scene really is that uh, scott uh ant-man is not available he's on house arrest and hawkeye mm-hmm. can't make it because he cares about his family too dang much to care about thanos yeah um, which <laughs> both those excuses don't make any sense when the universe is uh, <laughs> going to be destroyed but whatever um also this is where you get the awesome steve rogers line of i know a guy <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> right, right, right. I, it's just, what a weird, you know, like, they all decide that the Mind Stone needs to be destroyed. It needs to be removed from Vision. They kind of understand this. Instead of, like, Steve saying, like, oh, I was in Wakanda, and there was this, uh, this king, and his sister is, like, this amazing tech genius, and she can mm-hmm. probably do what we're talking about right now. He just yeah. goes, I know a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's way too like expendables for me or like fast and the furious like it's pretty dumb but it's also he, funny
1: he's he's just turned into a man of few words you know they've yeah. been in isolation just three of them, for a while they're they're just not talking a lot to each other Yippee so they're, guy, they're, their social skills have just disintegrated a little bit you know it just happens yeah it happens yeah, yeah he's, he's reduced to one liners it seems yeah uh, <laughs> i am steve rogers yeah
0: uh okay so it does cut to wakanda here um i think <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah gonna, it does okay. it does yeah. and it's uh kind of like a jump cut to wakanda to tell us that this is probably the guy that steve is talking about mm-hmm. uh, as it goes to wakanda we get to see the white wolf oh
1: he actually he actually says i know somewhere because they're talking about we need to take you to a place where yeah. ross like won't find you or, right. or whatever or right. we're, we're, something like that. yeah so then he says i know somewhere and then that's why we end up in wakanda yeah um i think it's because it's I guess. Uh, does, never mind. Doesn't matter. We're, we're in Wakanda now,
0: and we get into Wakanda. Uh, yeah, and we get Bucky Wakanda here, now. who's receiving his new arm from T'Challa. Uh, his new arm. T'challa his new arm looks Ta-cha. like a Black Panther kind of arm it's kind of interesting Ta-cha. I like it Ta-cha yeah
1: da-da-da. it looks really cool I like it yeah me
0: too it, it, it works well it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. sweet I think the yeah. only thing missing from maybe Wakanda in general from this movie would be uh, the other guns Ross. oh no, yes, yeah, guns would be good no, kidding. Uh, <laughs> the other uh, Ross character from uh, friends no but oh from, Martin Freeman yeah, yeah Martin Freeman <laughs> <laughs> we're missing uh, That's not a thing <laughs> <my
1: sandwich>. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no well we're missing Martin Freeman I think it'll be uh, great but... to have him in this and uh, him teaming up with everybody again I think it'll be a lot a lot
1: of fun i um, feel like yeah ross just coming out he grabs his arm he's trying to put it on he's trying to put it on the yeah. Winter soldier and he's like no no, no pivot pivot! <laughs> no, pivot, pivot. he'd like he has to you have to pivot the shoulder to yeah. click it in right right so yeah
0: uh anyways um <laughs> so yeah bucky receives a new arm meanwhile stark and peter are on ebony maw's ship ebony maw is torturing- ebony
1: and ivory Something together in black order thanos's ship <laughs> um so St-
0: Stephen strange is being tortured by ebony um and as he's being tortured tony is talking with um steven strange's cloak i don't remember what it's called
1: it's got uh, a name oh shoot the cloak of arathia you know, the cape of oh cape of is arathia called? is it actually no idea no idea Just okay it
0: right up. um so, um, Peter's talking with the cloak and then instantly, no, Stark's talking to the cloak and then Peter comes down and he goes, like, speaking of loyalty or whatever,
1: like, cloak of levitation,
0: uh, cloak of levitation. Okay. Uh, um, so the three of them kind of devise yeah. a plan based on a movie that Peter watched,
1: a really old movie called Aliens. Yeah. i got to rewatch it. I need to rewatch every single movie that every he time you references something. Yeah. yeah or, I know. Yeah. So a fun
0: fact about me, I haven't seen any of the Aliens movies except for Prometheus. I don't know how this happened, oh, but I've still wow. never seen Aliens. So at some point, we need to watch Aliens.
1: Yeah, well, that'll be part of our uh, our skamarathons. There you go. Nice.
0: <laughs> Scam- I like skamarathons. Coining that <laughs> phrase now.
1: Um, yeah, hashtag skamarathon. It's happening.
0: Right. So they use their new plan to attack uh, Ebony Maw. And they use this idea, I guess, from Aliens where they shoot a hole in the wall and it makes Ebony Maw go flying out the hole. It almost, Spoiler
1: alert Yeah, for, for those who are going to watch Aliens. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> it almost doesn't work. Like, it's really close to not working. Like, they almost lose Doctor Strange really quickly, and in doing so, yeah. losing the Time Stone, which would just be awful. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, only because yeah. Peter has these arms on his suit that he wasn't even aware of the fact that he had, <laughs> they were yeah. able to get Stephen Strange back into the uh, ship, and then Tony Stark was able to close off the hole with some, I don't know, freezing stuff.
1: Mm-hmm um what was i gonna say about this oh i kind of feel like i wish we had a little bit more of ebony Maw. me too He was I, a good character. I, he's a good character i think donald gleason does a good job yeah, of like, of selling actor. the selling the character right yeah. and it's too bad that we uh we lose out on him because i i like him the most out of all the black order characters me too. uh the other ones like i just feel like like they're they're more like pawns than ebony maw yeah he's like a right I find Ebony man. Ma, he, exactly like he he's able to do so much more so the fact that we lose out on him like it makes me think so like a lot less of the black order he
0: reminds me of the mouth of sauron from the lord of the Rings series he's like the one who is like speaking for thanos you know uh, he's yeah, like yeah, bow yeah. in the presence of thanos he's like you should welcome your extermination like his lines yeah. are like yeah. amazing <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just like this yeah. guy rocks like uh yeah he's uh, he's pretty cool um so uh steven strange and tony stark they start arguing about plans of what they should do steven strange is like we have to go back to earth immediately and hide the stone and tony's pretty much like i don't know i kind of want to go to titan with the stone and take it head on because that's not what he's expecting i don't really understand tony's plan here totally but he wants to fight thanos head on to get him i guess well i guess he wants to fight him off earth so that Earth doesn't get destroyed, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we're he also bring it away. He yeah. also thinks it'll be like a sucker punch, like a surprise attack yeah. on Thanos, which, mm-hmm. honestly, it almost works. So, um, Yeah. They argue about that, and then uh, we don't really get to see what happens after that, because it moves on to... what What's next? Thanos torturing Nebula. Okay, so Thanos and Gamora and Nebula scene, where Thanos is torturing Nebula in front of Gamora, and he's trying to get Gamora to tell him where the Soul Stone is. Mm-hmm. This is harking back to what you were talking about, where... Um, Thanos is telling Gamora all the traits that he has put into her. The reasons why Gamora is the Gamora that we know and love is actually because of Thanos, which is interesting. So the Mm -hmm. reason why you like Gamora is because everything she learned from her horrible father.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think this is also the scene where she says, like, everything she learned from him are the things that she hates about herself. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: It's also what's helped her survive, though. So there's kind of like this balance, uh, if you will, to everything she's Mm -hmm. learned from him. That's true. It um, is, like, a balance, yeah. I love the moment, though, when he's just, like, lying. He's like, that you never learned that's, from me, which yeah, is why you're bad specific. at it. That is such a good... That's such a parent line too. He's pretty much like, I, yeah. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I think, okay, this is actually where I'm starting to dislike Thanos, or or I'm just starting to dislike... Actually, maybe I'm not disliking him, but I'm disliking the way that, that he's being portrayed, because I feel like... I guess, yeah, like, now he's, he's more of a father, like, the annoying parent, hmm. as he is, like, a... Uh, like he he's 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 being shown off less as a caring parent to me, as a sympathizing parent and more of just like my way or the highway parent, yes. which for me that's a hard kind of parent to connect to oh, like yeah. on screen. And I, this is the beginning of why I yeah, act 2 is why I dislike this movie. Act 1 and 3 for me great, but act 2 um like all of his I think it's just all of his interactions with Gamora. It's uh like I guess I'm not supposed to go into it now, but you know, in the beginning, when we go or sorry, when we go to the flashback, so he, he picks up Gamora and that's kinda of like the beginning of their relationship, right? And he's sort of, yeah, being that father figure, trying to show her, uh, these are these are some important values and I'm going to instill this into you. And then now later on, after decades and decades, like they're both at this point in their lives where they have to figure out what's the next step for their lives and their destiny, specifically Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's he's all of a sudden like mentally reverting back to uh these points in time where like like he would have already had these moments to be with Gamora I guess as a as a father you know right now he's supposed to be kind of like this conqueror and the way that he is being a father is just to me just so it's just so annoying it's like almost like soccer mom kind of thing annoying right and then um uh, later on, well, I can save this for later Like, when we get to Voromir but, but for now, it's just, yeah, the whole, like I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed Like, I, I don't I think I haven't gotten enough of Thanos That I want to hear something like that from him So hearing that from him at this point For me, it's just like, oh, this is so It's like, it's very cringy. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready to get on This level where I can sympathize With what he's trying to say And, and feel for him when I hear him say stuff like that, it just makes me dislike him more, but not in the way that I would normally dislike a villain who is uh, really going after what they want. But I'm disliking him in a way that's just like, this is not the kind of characteristic of a villain that makes sense to me. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah or at least I'll not agree this with kind you of there.
0: It's entirely different and unique to a villain that we normally would see in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it it is interesting. How can you be a caring parent? Well, I don't know. That that's that's the struggle. That well, that that exactly. That's yeah, the struggle exactly. He's trying to make is how is he a caring parent if this is his personality? Yet at the same time, mm-hmm. his motivation apparently is because of how caring he is. Right? He's mm-hmm. not ironically saying, "I care about the universe so much, I'm trying to save half of it, or save the, sorry, save the whole thing by destroying half of it." he's yeah he legit actually does care about that like he's not saying that ironically he actually apparently does care about the universe as much and it's just mm-hmm. his backwards thinking or at least his process of if we destroy half we can save the many um is what's fueling all this uh mm-hmm.
1: i will say that i like that this is the depth that they've given this character like thanos yeah, because it's not just like,
0: destroy the galaxy because i want to be exactly right like he actually doesn't yeah. care about power all that much he doesn't mm-hmm. want to be a ruling king in any way
1: yeah, because he wants to sit back afterwards and just chill out and then do nothing. And he wants just, to, yeah, what does he say? He wants to sit farm. back and relax on a content uh, universe. Like uh, he wants to sit back, and watch a sunset. Um, I can't remember how, it's, it's, how on, it goes. it's something
0: along those lines of like uh, of a content universe or something like that. It's like he just wants he wants everyone to not necessarily be happy with his decision, but understand his decision and and move on from it. Like it's so weird. I think he says contempt.
1: I think this is, uh, and while I finally rest and watch the sunrise on a grateful universe. Grateful, yeah, a grateful yeah, universe. Yeah. That's grateful. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: He doesn't want to be praised. He doesn't want to be like bowed down to or anything like that. He just wants the universe to be grateful that this happens, so they can live for more years. Like, mm. it's very interesting. I,
1: yeah, but it's, I can't. Remember, I don't know what the word is, but like, for him to impose the idea that what he's doing, the, the universe will be grateful to him. I guess like, to me, that's like that's almost like going back to the typical supervillain who says like, "Oh, everybody will be happy once I do this for them." Even though right. that's not what they are asking, you know, that but, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. There's a difference between everybody be happy and everybody, be, and, and everybody will worship me, though, I guess, right? Yeah, like, true. Yeah. Um, but what I he wanted to compare was... Sorry, the other thing is he also doesn't think yeah. that people are stupid. He's not calling everyone no, stupid. No, no, no. In no way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. He actually thinks... He just wants everyone to live. Yeah, it's,
1: that's why he, he wants to kill everybody at random. He wants yeah. to, he wants It's for him to do what he thinks is fair. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to compare it, actually, to the Marvel... Like, to the comics, in that... Mm-hmm. The way, the reason why Thanos does it in the comics is because he's trying to impress Death. Like he's in love with Death. Like Death oh, yeah, is actually yeah. a character, yeah, 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 yeah. and he's trying to do all the things that he can to make Death love him back. And he's trying to. It's like I think she's basically, she's basically only um, uh, reciprocating when he is actually. Uh, determined. Like, when he has a conviction to do something, that's what she likes about him right. from what I remember. And so, when he's actually going about doing that stuff, that that's when the two... Like, that's when their relationship works and, and whatever. That's actually really so, interesting
0: because love is such a powerful motivator, right? So, I think that would also mm-hmm. be a very strong motivation for Thanos.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I just want to say I do like that they've given this depth to Thanos in the MCU because it's... Um, it, I think it, it makes more sense or it's just... It's a it's a nicer it's just a it's, it's a different idea just to get that feel from a character who is trying to yeah he's he's committing genocide but for the reason other than he wants to just kill or he wants to conquer right, right? so yeah. yeah that's good
0: Uh so meanwhile Sorry, he's torturing uh, Gamora. Gamora eventually reveals to him that it's on Vormir, which it's impossible yeah. to say Vormir without it sounding like Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Ever, yeah, I hear Boromir every single time. Even I hear too. I know too. they're saying Vormir, but I hear Boromir. <laughs> yeah. It is a gift. Yeah. <laughs>
1: One does not simply get the soul stone.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, we actually get Elrond coming up pretty soon, anyways. But uh, still, yeah. Um, later <laughs> on, of. we actually have Thor, Rocket, and Groot meeting Eitri or Eitri, the dwarf. Um, and they convince him that they need to get this star up and running again so that they can get the mm-hmm. forge running. Um, it's funny because, actually, going back to Norse mythology, I wouldn't have an episode where I didn't talk about Norse mythology, but this is the actual dwarf that made um, Milner. Milner? M- M- yeah. Meow Meow. M- meow Meow. Um, meow Meow. Yeah, so this is actually one of the dwarfs that did it all the way back to Norse mythology. This is one of them. There's also his brother, I don't remember his name. Petri, maybe? <laughs> Petri Nitri? <I don't> <laughs> yes, um, Petri
1: Nitri. The last name, Dish.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Um, it, this is one of the dwarves and then Loki plays a prank on them which actually ends up making the handle of uh, Thor's hammer too short which is why it's too short oh that's um, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. It's, it's really good so um, yeah I thought it was really cool that we actually get to see the dwarf and it's played by Peter Dinklage so we have a Game of Thrones reference all thrown into here pretty much and I playing love... the same character
1: in this movie yeah he kind of is he yeah. kind of is and I love how he's he's just gigantic yeah,
0: he's a dwarf yeah. and you go really you casted a smaller person to play the dwarf and then it's like oh but they made him huge
1: <laughs> yeah like way like way too big yeah. and uh yeah so I looked up the character as shown in Marvel Comics and he's he's supposed to be 4'7 4'7 oh yeah so the, like they went like with a completely different approach and like but it's, it's not fun.
0: in a galaxy though In well maybe it is in the marvel cinematic universe but i mean in at least in norse mythology it's not oh, I being, like in a galaxy with a dying star kind of The right, way right. this year this is very like yeah. guardians kind of version of norse mythology so
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, that's fun it, like it, it is fun i really i really enjoy these scenes i wish we had a little bit more of it but it's good um so we have What's,
1: what is the thing he says later when he's talking about uh, you'll eat the full force of the sunlight or something like that and and he's like if it kills me and he's like yes that, it, that's that's what that, that's, that's what, it, what killing yeah. you means or something like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, if i well. die doing it that's what killing yeah. you means <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah uh, anyways
0: um we have tony stark um Peter Parker and Doctor Strange landing the ship, the giant donut, on Planet Titan. <laughs> yeah, uh, on yep. I, I like this uh, the scene. It's kind of fun watching them trying to land it. You've got Peter, who's directing. Sorry, Tony, who's directing everybody and what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Peter, who's using his ultimate strength to be able to just instantly move the machine, which is great, so you get to see how strong Peter is. Tony has to use his robotic arm to be able to even do any of this. Um, mm-hmm. And then Doctor Strange is also putting some kind of spell around the ship anyways to try to keep yeah, it intact. Keep and it
1: great. intact, and yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just really cool. I love watching their teamwork all together. Like, nobody is doing nothing. Everyone's doing something, and it's just fun. And I,
1: I... Okay, this is one of the things that I really like about this movie that I said earlier, that we get to see really nice moments of teamwork that work really well and efficiently Mm -hmm. and and again with doctor strange i guess it's it's the combination of both doctor strange and iron man that they're both they they are both able to figure out what to do in the moment and be efficient and just yeah like i guess also assign roles and whatnot so we have this moment when they're flying in but then also later on um afterwards when they're about to fight thanos with the guardians they have the moment where they have everything panned out so well Yeah. Oh, under It was in such short notice mm-hmm. um, before he came, and they were able to, like, had it not been for emotion, like, they would have succeeded, right? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, seemingly, seemingly. Yeah,
0: yeah, they yeah. work really, really well together, and uh, their powers just kind of blend in this awesome, fun way. That's, it, yeah. it's really, really entertaining. Yeah, um, and it's
1: nice to see when they're not all from the same movies together. They don't normally work together, but we get to see the powers work together. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's cool. Um, so we now actually have the scene where it's the why is Gamora scene uh, where yeah. the Guardians meet them. I really like yeah. it when they're trying to be like, there's some great lines and here. And die, blanket of death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, when, when it's like, he's like, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Which master do you serve? He's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. like, like, what master do I what? serve? What, what am I supposed to say? Jesus? Jesus. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the funniest line ever. I love that. Well, yeah. He's like, wait, you're from Earth? He's like, I'm from Missouri. He's like, yeah, that's on Earth. That's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just the best. Like, the dialogue there
1: is so good. Like, <laughs> it's, I think it, it's good because it's coming out of, off of, like, very heated emotions. Yeah, where exactly. Everybody's just like, go, like, save, like, kill these guys. Find out where Gamora, like, kill Thanos. Like, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then, like, okay, let's let's bring it back and just put all that energy into the lions, into yeah. the company. And it's oh great. It works out so well.
0: <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Jesus? Jesus. This voice is so good. Um, and then <laughs> I just, I love, when they, I, it's actually a little bit sad, but he's like, well, who are you guys? And he's like, we're the Avengers, man like when peter's like sad yeah. about it he's like yeah man we're the avengers like yeah. <laughs> just such a good little moment it's uh. it's funny um so immediately after that they make a plan uh to defeat thanos and this is what you're talking about how they're how good their teamwork is how well they can just sort of get on track i love how tony's talking and making the plan and instantly Drax is yawning like
1: <laughs> not paying attention for the beginning are I stopped you listening yawning? after you said we, like, we have to make a plan
0: yeah And then he goes, Mr. Lord, can you get your people in order? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Lord, he just, like, is flattered, but at the same time, like, he's just, like, sensing some kind of lying there. He's just like, all right, this guy's just whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, And then Doctor Strange is doing his weird thing. They're like, oh, does he always do that? And he's just uh, instantly looking into his billions of, uh, uh, or millions or whatever, different paths of the the Scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I find this really interesting. There's only one path of success. Out of all the past that he's looking at in the mm-hmm. future, there's only one that is going to work. I find that very strange.
1: And this is Doctor Strange. Ah. Um, this is... Uh, oh, wait. I wanted to say earlier, when Peter was like, oh, we're using our made-up names. But Doctor Strange is his human name. Because he... Unless he's just... Because oh, he's that's retired. just... The, that's the joke,
0: he's, yeah. He, Doctor Strange is his regular name. Peter it, thinks that it's a fake name. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, okay. I guess I didn't get that.
0: It's all the way back um, to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when he goes, it's strange. He goes, Doctor Doctor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's strange
1: yeah. by the <laughs> doctor Doctor. <laughs> uh, by the oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so thankful that you remember all these lines because like they're so important for the MC. <laughs> 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 Honestly, they're really good. Um, so what is it? Uh, what were we talking about, Doctor Strange, just now? Oh, and uh, he saw all the
0: past, and for some reason, only one of them. Oh, right. Succeed.
1: So. I think this is probably one of the most cliche things to happen in all of the MCU. I agree. Right? Yeah. It's a little weird. Um, like... We I got think... one shot, and if we don't make it, all of Earth is doomed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just... I, I, I could... I guess they need to put all the pressure on. A- okay, that's that's also one thing I was thinking about this movie. This movie is basically just a giant setup oh, for yeah. Endgame, yeah. right? That like that's kind of how it is. Sometimes I feel like this movie, maybe it's the dialogues or the the way that they're putting together the plot. It almost feels a little rushed. Like I I guess this could be one of them where maybe it could have been better if he said, you know, he because he only said there was about like fourteen thousand scenarios that he actually checked or no, I think it
0: was like four million or something like four point two. Oh, million that million. many. Yeah, okay, it was a lot. So,
1: so for sure, well then that even bigger scale, and there's only one that works. I feel like it would have made maybe more sense to say, um, well, there are there's there's like twenty paths, right. twenty different scenarios that this could work, um, and so they have to like work their way just to making sure that they're in those twenty scenarios. Out, yeah, but then on the way they're like oh this oh there's only 15 exactly. left exactly like that would like. be like, so much
0: better to put on it, the heat and the pressure and all that like yeah you're like oh it no 15 i think you never have a joke about it like somebody does something stupid then he goes like 14 now or something yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i mean like it's it, that it is it, also kind of cliche but i feel like at least there's there's more opportunity to add some pressure just along yep. the way. And just knowing that with the time going by. Oh yeah, he says fourteen million six hundred and five or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so which I, I'm sure must be like a number related to something. Like is that how many seconds the movies have been running? <laughs> Maybe. Something? You know, there's like three thousand is like the minutes. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, But um, yeah, like if you if you're using the idea of time, like he's he's the he's the protector of the time stone. Yep. For him to like, like there's like there's a theme there. If he's saying well along um, uh, we have so much time in order to make it work into these like 20 scenarios yeah. and then with each scenario gone that they can't do like and time is ticking then it just adds so much more pressure like along the way i don't it's it's a, i don't know if it's a small thing but i mean you and i are both taking it the same way that like that's really cliche yeah. and it just seems a little bit too on the nose also am i, I wrong guess? in
0: thinking that the way the movie's end was the one he saw because I I can't remember Endgame all that well, but I remember he looks at Tony and he he holds up his finger to say one, as in like in end, that was in the endgame. one. Yeah. But like, is that the yeah. one he saw? He, that the way all the events happened, everything the way it happened in Endgame, that's what he saw. That was the
1: one path that worked. Because if it I, was their plan right now, makes no sense at all. <laughs> like I I guess maybe maybe are is not reading into it re- uh, well because okay, so in the end of Infinity War, he knows that he has to keep tony alive true like he first should knows that is part of the the one scenario that works right i guess so So i guess maybe he's just not saying that well there are actually like a 100 scenarios with tony alive but there's only one where tony actually does what he needs to do in in Uh, endgame that that could be the thing maybe they just didn't they didn't want to waste time explaining all that but you know we're still probably didn't actually even know
0: the ending at that moment Uh, that that's also possible yeah. yeah Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they make this plan uh, to go through and try to defeat Thanos. Meanwhile, Thanos and Gamora are on Boromir with uh, the Red Skull <laughs> <laughs> escorting them to yeah. the top of the mountain. Um, yeah. the Red Skull... Who is
1: no longer Elrond. Yeah, it is, is actually... Is played an, by an,
0: somebody else. It's like an impressionist or something like that doing the
1: voice, I think. Um, oh, is it? I thought it's an actual actor. I, Isn't this I, a known an, actor? I, I
0: think it is an actor. Oh, I don't know if it's a known actor. I just thought it was an actor who like is good at impressions or something like that. They just had to do the voice. And then like, CGI'd all the face and all that. Actor...
1: Ross Marquand. oh he's um oh
0: I'm wrong Never mind. Never mind.
1: Where, where do I know he I'm does from? a good job with
0: Why? the voice
1: it sounds a lot like him Celebr oh he does celebrity impressions yeah there you go I knew it ah, I see ah, okay okay cool anyways but he's he is an actor though oh yeah some guy oh he was, oh, I, he was on Walking Dead I remember he's on Walking Dead oh Okay, cool. Go on. So
0: (laughs) He escorts them to the top of the mountain. Uh, He explains the whole idea of the stone. He explains that even he tried to hold the stone once, and it banished him here. This, again, shows you how powerful Thanos is. Uh, He then explains to them about the soul stone, a life for a life, or a soul for a soul. Um, This is really interesting. I really like this moment, because Thanos starts to cry. And Gamora Mm -hmm. instantly thinks that he's crying because he can't have what he wants. This is a really mm-hmm. good moment where Gamora completely misreads the, the room. She misreads the whole situation. She thinks yeah. that he's crying because he can't have what she wants. So she, she sees him as this vulnerable child in this moment. Um, meanwhile, I love that moment when he's like, the tears are not for, the tears are not for him, they're for you? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. Or, I, don't, I don't think he, he doesn't even he just say that. tears are not enough for him, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like, not for him. It's just That's so good because no when she sees it, she's like, no. And I love it how there's no way that she can even see love in this instant she's like mm-hmm. this isn't love she even says it she's like it can't yeah. be love like this is not love but mm-hmm. like to Thanos and this is what's so important about him as a villain to him it is love to him what he's doing for all of the world is the only way that it can be saved like he's not mm-hmm. doing it from a place of evil he's doing it from a only place that he understands where he thinks that this is actually saving everyone he thinks he's the hero of this story And uh, so that makes all the difference. So he is able to sacrifice Gamora and still get the stone this way because that is, in his eyes, the love that he has for her that he has to sacrifice.
1: Yeah, right. It's it's the love that's based on, like, from his perspective. Yes. um, Which... Yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand with like everything that he's doing is also based on like it's from his perspective, right? Like Mm -hmm. no matter no matter how other people are going to see his point of view, that this is how he sees it, and this is what he's working with, and this is what his motivation is coming from.
0: Yeah. Now Um, I don't want to make fun of Endgame too much, but after Endgame, this scene feels different than I remember. This scene was like the best scene in the whole movie. It was so good and then after end game of its song and dance of like let's go back and do the same scene again but like have a whole like will they won't they kind of thing it oh, makes okay. this scene just so watered down now it's like oh like we saw too much of this it's like if there was another uh, lord of the rings yeah. movie where we got to see more of mount doom it would then lessen the original time we saw mount doom you know so
1: um, yeah i think yeah i i get what you're feeling too um because this scene okay so in the th- i think in the theater i felt more or less the same but now it's kind of like heightened so in yeah in the theater first time um i was definitely thrown off by the fact that Gamora was thrown off and i was uh it was really it was really it was a really intense moment um but for me that intensity was really drowned out by like the cliche like slow pans into Thanos' face, like right. oh look at those tears. Yeah. Okay, just a little bit. Give me, give me a little bit more Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it was, it was, it was those moments that was really bothering me, and it bothers it. They bother me a lot more now, and I think just because like I'm focusing so much more on like what is the what are they trying to tell me about this character, mm. and I, I'm just I'm really I'm still not ready to take in like any chance of feeling some sort of sympathy like oh he's crying oh boo cry me a river like and i'm not <laughs> usually like that about other like supervillains. like i i will actually get a little emotional with other supervillains who yep. are when they're getting emotional right. but for, for in this case i'm just not feeling it and i feel like i don't know if it's because a mixture of the lines but also the cinematography like when i see um yeah, so the tears, for me, it was just like, okay, like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then uh, he he throws her off, and then the camera's going back and forth from, like, her face to his face to her face to his face, and it's this whole, like, oh, this is like a... Oh, and it's it's a fade! Oh, it's even worse! I didn't realize until now um, that it's... So Gamora's, like, falling, yeah. and then it does that f- crossover fade where you kind of see half of her face into his face. Crossfade, yeah. And then he, yeah, yeah. yeah, and... Uh, and and for me it's almost like, is this um is this one of those like soap operas? It just it kind of feels like this in the I movie. Mean, it doesn't feel like this movie anymore. It wow. feels like it's a completely different It's like aspect. we've
0: reversed roles. You're you're sounding like me normally, and I'm <laughs> sounding like you. Like this Maybe so a little bit.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm loving this and, film and you're like no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> To you it's so I mean, cheesy. Like I like I like parts of it, right? Uh, but it's, it's just so like funny. what they're trying to make it seems like they're trying to make me feel for Thanos, but <laughs> you I can't.
2: Me feel. <laughs> uh,
1: but it's just yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work for me with with how they're doing it. Right. If they did it like a completely different way, like I'm sure I could feel for him. Like if if I got more if I got more background to him, like if I saw some sort of struggle with like him in the beginning when he was trying to make those decisions to to save Titan, you know, like if they showed him struggling with, uh, well, in the comics, like he's, it's him against his dad and his brothers because he wants to conquer, and they're like, no, you can't do that, right? And so, at least if I see some sort of struggle there, that's leading up to this, then maybe I'd get more sense of like, okay, I can, I can kind of feel why he is like this now. Right. But I haven't gotten. I think it's just I haven't gotten enough. I think I could because I can see this movie. Yeah, like it, it could very well be a Thanos movie. But I personally need to get. So much more to actually solidify saying, yeah, this is a Thanos movie. I'm only... I'm getting the second half, but I'm not... I'm not getting enough of the first half of him, if you know what I mean.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. I like the opinion. I like the take. I'm still trying to grasp it, you know? I think I'm very biased on my opinion with Thanos in this movie. But I I understand that you have that opinion, and I don't disagree with it. I just... It's a lot to take (laughs) in right now. I'm just feeling really emotional right now. I get it. I get it.
1: I get it. Just just take a breath okay just take a breath uh, it's okay i'd
0: like to make an addendum to my script here i actually think that that most likely would be the end of act two right there is after she dies because i feel like there's a huge tonal shift right oh, after where that did I put my... so yeah. i originally then was going to continue on to the next couple st- spots but i think actually i'm going to cut that and go right into act three now because i feel like it is act three
1: okay i, I feels like an act changer i might have i i put my act three later but i'm i might have actually put it where yeah where you're talking about now just because of how things yeah. went, but that I just wasn't sure.
0: Where we're about to cut to is, like, totally different tonally, and also carries on to the end of the film. So, I think we mm-hmm. should move into Act 3 now. Um, yeah. My Act 3 I called Failure Ensues. <laughs> okay. So, I, my, my all of my Act titles have just been pretty much everything they tried to do. <laughs> it's just right. it's me describing the film in my Act titles pretty much, so.
1: Yeah, okay, no, that's fair. So I call mine pregame because it's it's basically (laughs) this is everything that's (laughs) this is like everything that's happening in this act is really just like this is everything we need to have like climactically to lead up to the next movie. Yes. So yeah, that's all. All
0: right. Um, I got a theme. uh, theme. I've got a scene here. I got a scene here. You play Thanos. I'll play Doctor Strange.
1: Titan was like most planets. Too many mouths, not enough to go around. And when we faced extinction, I offered a solution. Genocide. At random. Dispassionate, fair to rich and poor alike. They called me a madman. And what I predicted came to pass. Congratulations, you're a prophet. I'm a survivor. Who wants to murder trillions? With all the six stones, I could simply snap my fingers. And they would all cease to exist. I call that mercy and then what i finally rest and watch the sunrise on a grateful universe the hardest choices require the strongest wills i think
0: you'll find our wills will equal to yours our yeah you had the
1: you had the line there yeah the apparently sun, the sunrise <laughs> I on a grateful that. universe yeah
0: yeah i do like that line i think it's good um um mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, starting off this act, I'm actually going to start here with the Avengers. The Secret Avengers, as we know them, um, are heading over to Wakanda to meet up mm-hmm. with Bucky Barnes and the Black Panther. <laughs> the Black Bucky Boogie
1: Bucky Boogie
0: The White Wolf and the Black Panther. White Wolf, yeah. I would like to see that TV show, White Wolf and Black Panther. That sounds sweet.
1: That sounds really yeah. cool, actually. I can already see the, lo- the logo. It's like a yin-yang kind of thing. Oh, man. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? Right? Like yeah, it. it's like already it. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um,
0: so they head to Wakanda. We get a really stupid scene of uh, uh, he's, he's a king. You should bow. And he goes, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. I'll bow there. Like, oh, no, no, no. We don't do that. We don't, it's we, like, we don't do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're trying to make that as kind of like it's a modern thing. Like, we don't bow to each other. We're all equal. I don't know. Thing, it, right? it sounds like a stupid...
0: Line like I don't know who wrote it, I don't know who. I don't. It's just dumb. At any moment, somebody on set should have been like, "Can we cut this line? Like, it's not yeah. very funny." Yeah, we don't no, do I, that. I agree. It's
1: it's not needed. It's not even a yeah.
0: moment for comedic exchanges. You know, they're like, "Hey, we're here to save the universe," and then they're all just joking about. about I don't know. I'm talking way too much about this bow, but I hate this moment. Yeah,
1: I almost feel like because Don Cheadle doesn't get a lot of moments in this, no. so it's like they're trying to give him some yeah, comedic moments because that's where He's he that's where he thrives, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah,
0: it's. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so Shuri, they go to Shuri, the super genius, super genius Shuri, mm-hmm. and they ask her to remove the stone from Vision. So mm-hmm. she pretty much makes fun of them for their coding experience. She's like, "What? What are you guys using JavaScript? Why did you, you write them
1: in JavaScript? What, is <laughs> what are you this? using? Like a paper and pencil yeah. and just like stabbing <laughs> it?" Um, so she's, What did she say? Like, she's um, like why oh, didn't why you did... just make them sequential or something? <laughs> why didn't she? Yeah, why didn't she just reprogram? Uh, why didn't you just reprogram the synapses to work collectively? Yeah, it's, collectively. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, I love it. Right.
0: It's just like we didn't think of that, <laughs> and then yeah. she's like, "I'm sure you tried your best." Like she's actually trying to be yeah. nice. That's <laughs> just kind. patronizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's. Uh, I, I. like that moment. I actually. I like Shuri more in this rewatch. I actually think Shuri's a, a cool character. So I like her. I like yeah. that she's. I just think she always
1: help. does a good job. Actually, she's. She's a fun character, <laughs> yeah. and she's just like. She's kind of just like that extra layer of. Um. I. I almost want to say like she's the extra characteristic of wakanda and not specifically extra character like extra extra characteristic of like the wakandan people but like wakanda as a whole she represents the
0: tech side of wakanda for sure she represents their genius in tech i guess i
1: i think she does but she also i i feel like she also represents like a lot of the compassion because she's she's really grounded oh that's a good point she's she's much more grounded than than like the black panther yeah right because he he questions and and he'll he'll go to all those others for for advice and support and she's one of them so vengeance yeah. has
0: consumed you it is consuming yeah. them i will not mm-hmm. literally consume me uh so <laughs> the enemies arrive at wakanda imagine that they pretty much just crash yeah. land right into the dome we get a very phantom yeah. menace star wars moment here everything is star wars mm-hmm. today apparently but uh yeah. we get like the wah, 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 kind of dome moment where it's like <laughs> we're great. in the
1: booth yeah
0: Steady. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) So we move on to Thor and Rocket, who are trying to get the dying star awoken. Um, Mm -hmm. This is kind of an interesting moment where, like, Thor is just kind of spinning Rocket around in a little ship to send him off to then get him to use his booster to then make Thor have enough momentum to then hit this one ring to start up the star
1: it's kind of a weird the one ring to rule them all Uh, yeah
0: it's it's like a Mm -hmm. weird little way that it works but it works i like it i think it's fun fun little Mm -hmm. moment and then thor and rocky get to work together um then the the, apparently it's called the iris the iris on this thing breaks and so the dying star can't shoot its beam across into like the forge (laughs) yeah okay Um, Yep. But uh, this is such a video game thing to happen right here. It's like, oh, the iris is broken. It's like, oh, I'm gonna need 30 power cells and I need you to go (laughs) off to the junkyard and fight the giant spiders to come back and prepare the iris. And and I Um, need some power
1: converters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish I remember the line. Uh... What's the line where Uncle uh, Owen's, like, trying to get uh, Luke to, like, stay and work on the farm? And he's like, but I was like, going to go down to the, get some power converters from the Harbour Stars. I can't remember the line. Uh, I wish I remembered uh, it.
1: Power converter line. I was going to look it yeah, up because yeah. it's important. This is so much more important right now.
0: But I was going to go down and get power <laughs> I like, converters.
1: <laughs> I like how when I, I type in Luke Skywalker power converter lines, the first result is Star Wars Mark Hamill explains why Luke is so whiny.
0: <laughs> it's it's the way he says it does sound a little bit... Oh, well, that's it. it Toshi Station. We were going to go down and get power converters from Toshi Station. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's so funny. It's such a funny line. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyways, regardless, (laughs) let's go back. So, (laughs) um, where were we? I don't remember. Iris is breaking on the machine, so then Thor's this is the line where he's just like, yes, that's what killing you means um That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we now get to see um black dwarf is that his name the dark dwarf black dwarf? yeah yeah and proxima midnight uh yeah. and we notice that his arm is back like you so poignantly pointed out earlier um and they're charging
1: against wakanda wait is it back wait i'm trying to look uh i want to see what happens they're walking it looks like it's got a it looks like pac-man is on his arm now it's got like a maybe he just put like a big it's got like weapon a m- on it I guess they just shoved, yeah, they shoved some sort of glove. Anyway, Mm -hmm. okay, whatever. Just the power. And he's back. He's back. He's just got the Infinity
0: Gauntlet on his hand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they send off these really creepy little, like, alien race things off to go and fight Wakanda. These things, like, don't even care about killing themselves. They just, like, run into, like, the power beam, and they just start Mm -hmm. dying and frying up. It's it's actually really fun, because they're really, like, demonic and suicidal. I don't know why. They
1: remind me of those things from Resident Evil. In the, the first person oh, Evil yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. those things that, like, crawl in the walls yeah, and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff, yeah.
0: It, it's a fun villain, though. I just like it, because it's kind of a no-nonsense kind of just villain that they're just destroying. And it, it reminds me of, like, the Lord of the Rings, or the, the very intro to Fellowship of the Ring, where they're just kind of fighting all the orcs. And you don't really know orcs oh, at yeah. that time, so they don't really have much of a personality. And they're just kind of killing them all. I guess, they're similar to Miles of just a bunch of, like, massive amount of orcs that are just kind of destroying. Yeah, Just a fun little moment. So I like that. We get yeah. to see a lot of awesome moments of people picking them off one by one because the enemies are kind of barely able to get in um -hmm. there's some lines here that i don't like and some lines that are great i don't like the whole sam you better get out of there you're gonna get your wings singed it's like oh yeah (laughs) he starts dropping bombs Uh, what's it war machine as he starts dropping bombs i just Mm -hmm. it's like you're having way way too much fun for this moment yeah exactly
1: (laughs) yeah for something that's meant to be like very serious i mean they they gathered like all of Wakanda. They've even got the Jabari, Ooh, bah, bah. Oh, yeah. like they're, they're, all, they're all there, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's obviously like a big serious thing. Like even Okoye when they like they pan on her when those ships are starting to like engage and yeah. she's like her eyes are widening, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. they see they see the severity of it. So, you know, when take it a little bit said more you seriously. Were opening
0: up Wakanda. I thought you meant you were going to open a what she say a Starbucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, she uh oh, McDonald's or yeah, something. Yeah, no, yeah, what was it for, yeah. like Disneyland? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah
0: um yeah so it, it is it's weird yeah to like just have a joke now suddenly from war machine um it's almost like war machine's like on his last hurrah and he's about to like die just like fighting but he doesn't <laughs> it's, it's very strange yeah i don't really like war machine all that much in this movie and i do like war machine in general so just mm-hmm. not really his film um anyways so all that's happening oh
1: yep one thing i do really like is how uh just how stern cap is yes and like he's just got this face where he's He's kind of—he's just really focusing on what's in front of him. Mm-hmm. I think like there's just a lot to be said with the way that they just pan to his face and just pan around because they're showing all the other faces, like everybody else, and how they're reacting. Yes, everybody's reacting, but he's not—he's just—he's standing and just like being very mindful of what's happening right in front of him and what he's about to do. It's exactly
0: what I meant earlier when I was saying that Tony is being the leader of the situation, even though people challenge his leadership and for good reason. But they challenge it, and Tony still knows what to do as a leader. He listens to all of his people and then ends up creating the plan. This is exactly what Cap is doing as well. It's just that we don't get as many lines from Cap to see it. But he's the Mm -hmm. one directing all of this and creating all of this. Even though he's got Black Panther next to him, who's also leading all these people. Black Panther looks to Captain America to lead them all, and it's so important because that's his role, and he does Mm -hmm. it really well. Now I I know what you're saying. Like yes, with with the camera shots and his expressions and everything, he just seems he looks like the leader in every shot. It's really good um Mm -hmm. i like the the little subtle things like bucky just kind of picking them off with a little gun and stuff it's just it's uh this is just like really fun little moments here when it's like not really the stakes aren't all that high yet um but then quickly uh the enemies start trying to flank them and as this happens then t'challa realizes that what they should do is open up that middle section um actually i think it's t'challa and cap that come up with this idea don't they I think they bounce it off each other.
1: Yeah, because because Cap says something like, oh, let's keep them in front yeah, of us. Yeah, we need to keep exactly. So then
0: he could, yeah. he's pretty much asking T'Challa, is there a way to keep them in front of us? And that's when T'Challa's like, let's open yeah. up the sector gate here. And that's so yeah. good. They just like, let them come. Mm. Let them come. um yeah. for Frodo. And then they just fight like <laughs> directly <laughs> in the middle of the battlefield. This is pretty sweet. You get to just see everyone's powers and like, Ah, it's just a fun little moment. Except for I like, Banner. <laughs>
1: except for Banner. Yeah, that's right. Just like in this big hulking thing, and he trips. I oh. I love how how Cap and Black Panther just like go oh, fast, like they're so way faster than yeah. everybody else, and then just jump right into it with so everyone. much power. Yeah. It's great. I know. I agree. Yeah. They're so good. This is the kind of stuff. See, yeah, in the movies, like um we get a lot of fights with these like inconsequ- inconsequential kind of characters so like with the first Avengers it's all those i forgot like the chitari yeah you know like you can you can kind of barrel into them but they're also like really big so like you kind of have to take them on like one-on-one right um and they're also a little bit more uh they're less ravaging yeah like they they hold they hold guns and they can like drive like uh um, they're humanoid like hover bikes <laughs> yeah they're humanoids. so Um, but with this one, like there, there's just like these really like creepy, creepy crawly kind of things. So just like, you know, let's just go, go full, go for broke kind of thing. Like these guys are super powerful. Put in this, put them in this position where they don't have to go one-on-one, but they can just take out waves. Yeah. And like, we finally get to see it and they do it in such a fun way where they just rush right at it. Yeah. It's not like it came to them, but they like, they met it halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I liked it. It was really good.
0: Yeah. I agree. It's a fun little moment. It's really really good scene. I like this war. Um, I sort of like this war better than Endgame, but I also haven't seen Endgame in a long time, so I don't know. I'll say that with a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah, this is just well the build fun up the build
1: up is so different. That's True. what that's what makes the fight like really interesting. It's what happened to lead up to it, right? That's, like yeah. there there's a lot of uncertainty before this fight. And I think um, the uncertainty it's mixed in endgame because we're we're kind of more focused on what else is happening like is yeah. is everybody coming back true true yeah. That that's like that's half the focus we're already split away from actually the, which the is war. again
0: I keep referencing all these other movies but it's again very similar to lord of the rings with uh, the two towers at helms deep or at Minas Tirith in return of the king um mm. there's just these moments where these the heroes that you know and love are on the battlefield to the point where you actually kind of forget about your other heroes and you're kind of thinking like oh yeah. no doom and gloom they're about to lose it on the battlefield they're not going to be able to mm-hmm. make it and when that starts happening here in this movie, they're being overwhelmed by the enemy forces. It does cut away to show you Thor um, at the I can't remember the name of the place now, uh, the Forge uh, though. Nidavellir. Nidavellir, and uh, he's uh, <laughs> opening up the iris and allowing the star to shoot his body. So it kind of jars away and cuts the scene. And he's the star is shooting through him, and it's hitting the thing. And you get uh, Itrius all excited. Yes, yes, hold it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, then I, I like the moment where, like, Thor gets, like, battered and his body just gets thrown around. And then Rocket's like, mm-hmm. Rocket's, like is he dead kind of thing? And then Ichi's just like, he needs his armor. Like, it's so sweet. Yeah. Like, I,
1: the way he says it, it kind of reminds me a lot of things, too, like, with Gimli. Oh, he yeah. Says, like, and my axe. But when, like, with Ichi's, it's like, what does he say? He uh, just says, he needs, he needs his, the axe. He needs the axe. <laughs> it's and, it's so just, good. Like, it's
0: so metal at that moment. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, he's, like, Doom logic. It's so good. He's, yeah,
1: <laughs> he's got this funny, like, weird kind of, like, there's, like, extra air yeah, in his throat yeah, yeah, yeah. that is aching to get out of his body. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. understands
0: the, the, the carnal nature of this moment so well. He needs the exactly. axe. <laughs> yeah. At his level, Groot yeah. actually gets a great moment here. I actually totally forgot that Groot was the savior of this moment. He uses his arm yeah. and he just cuts off his arm to become the handle to Stormbreaker.
1: Yeah, but then I wonder, like, it, does the handle for Stormbreaker need to be made of a certain material? Or can the handle be, like, anything? I have
0: no idea. I think it's more about the metal. Okay, I, I, I guess it assume. must be because that's yeah. what they needed to right. the star to melt down anyways right so as long as yeah. the handle can hold the metal then that's good um, yeah alright so then they cut back so this is kind of like the Gandalf on the hill in Helm's Deep kind of thing they cut back Thor and uh, Rocket and Groot are able to kind of use the bifrost from stormbreaker to head right back mm-hmm. into wakanda and immediately right into the battlefield i love a thor just oh, as soon as man. he comes in just throws stormbreaker and just starts hitting yeah. everything like everything oh, so oh, cool. it's so great yeah and then like you said earlier we get that awesome moment between thor and cap and they kind of look at each other <laughs> thor's just oh, like that's... what does actually thor say Did it say nice beard or like i like the hair or something
1: like um i, I say you copying my beard or oh something like yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um i really okay so as far as entrances go that was such a nice yeah. entrance, and I think what really helps is it's in the, it's during the day. Yes, it's well lit. Yeah. but at the same time, you know, like when when he's using his lightning, it just goes all dark, right? So there's they have that contrast is showing up, but I I just love how yeah when he finally appears from or he emerges from the Bifrost and it's um it's a slow. It's a slow, like, circular pan, mm. but it's also just, it's below eye level. So you're seeing him, yeah. like, a little, you're seeing, you're looking up at him, but he's also got this, like, really nice uh, background behind him. Yeah. And it is, like, even though he's, like, one small aspect of this whole screen, it makes him look so grand. Yeah. Along with everything. And I just, oh, I love the way that he appears. It's, it's a really... Really well done, uh like reemergence of of Thor. Uh, I I
0: yeah. I love all the little moments after here where they just start fighting. You're watching all this cool stuff. And the battle's going, uh and then I love how Bucky picks up Rocket and they just start shooting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so much fun. Like that's great. Mm, that's fun. But, like I would have paid so much more money if I knew I was gonna see that. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, and that's yeah, that's the kind of comedy I think works yes. right because obviously like it's it's situational comedy, yes. but it's yeah. not like a forced delivery in lines. Yes, it's just like you know Bucky just trying to make. The something of the that situation makes and, sense. and he
0: sees a little guy with a gun yeah. that's shooting and he's like yes <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I would love to have yeah. seen rocket like jump on his like shoulder after that and then just charging in and just shooting more guns or something like I just think it would have been so much fun but yeah,
1: or I, I kind of wish we could have seen, like, oh, he he finally gets Bucky's arm off, but then oh, he yeah. latches himself oh, yeah. to Bucky's arm, to ar- his shoulder, yeah. and he's just sticking out of Bucky's shoulder yeah. and- while still holding the gun shooting. And
0: that is also a funny moment, that Rocket just happens to have a thing about amputees, and then here is an amputee <laughs> character, you know? It's, it's really yeah. funny. I'm
1: gonna get that arm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut away to Titan, Titan AE, After Earth. And he's Thanos crazy. arrives on Titan. He's greeted by Doctor Strange. We did the scene earlier. This is where Thanos talks about why he's doing the things that he's doing. Why is Gamora? Why? Why is Thanos? And he is talking about his plan. Um, and at this moment, then he goes, "Our," and we realize mm. that all of the Avengers are Our? <laughs> um, Raggy and uh, all of the I guess Avengers. Yes, Avengers, g- Guardians,
1: A- like Avon the- Guardians. The- uh, the they, Titan, the Titan Avengers. Yes,
0: they all start fighting Thanos. This is where we get to that moment where you were talking about where they're just working really, really well as a team. We get to see really cool mm-hmm. moments where their powers are melding well together. I like uh, Peter when he's like magic. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, like right. going to the portals, like, magic, <laughs> hitting, him with yeah. like the, uh, hitting him with the webs, more magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I like um, yeah just small things like uh, is it oh who is it is it is it Peter Quill who's jumping on Doctor Strange's
1: like little platforms. Like, Strangest yeah, the and then he, then he attaches the bomb, yeah. like, onto the back of Thanos. And then he just gives him you, the finger. <laughs> as, as he, like, jumps, jumps like, the Juicy Fruit. Yeah. Is it Juicy Fruit? No, like, uh, the Nesty. You know, like, the Nesty commercial. Oh, yeah, where when like, they take a sip, Then yeah, you fall yeah, back yeah, yeah. into the ocean? Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. It just yeah. goes
0: right into the portal. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all good. I like how Thanos fights back, too. Thanos is able to eventually... It's, uh, there's a moment, I remember reading this, too, when they were talking about how at Comic-Con people got to see a scene from Infinity War. And they were describing this scene, and it sounded so insane, where it was like, Tony pisses off Thanos, and he destroys a planet with the gu- Infinity yeah. Gauntlet, and then rains the planet down on everyone. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like just what do you insane. mean?" And uh, yeah. it actually happens. I like, at, at this moment, you got things like Peter, who's using, like, the gravitational pole from his boots, and he's on, like, an asteroid, and he's shooting at Thanos. And it's a really weird shot, but he's, like, moving with, like, this asteroid and shooting at Thanos. It's just fun
1: yeah um so this is another moment where i really like seeing what dr strange is capable of in the moment because he <clears throat> he tells the cloak of levitation uh not to yeah, let thanos let th- close his yes, fists yes right yes. so it's something that it's like a minute thing i guess in a way that he's able to read and knows it's like okay we, we have to stop him from doing that mm-hmm. um he's telling the audience and, as well
0: that is exactly what our plan is is to stop that from happening
1: yeah and then um and then what happens? So then Nebula comes out of nowhere. Oh, well, they're all getting in on there. Like yeah. I like how Drax slides. So they're they're all going for yeah, he slides, cuts his shins yeah. or his calves or something. Yeah. They all go for something that like is mm. I guess typical for them to do that, uh like they're they're leveraging their own abilities specifically to the parts of Thanos that they need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're just getting like Thanos it's not like they're getting Drax to just like hey you're the big guy just go like face to face and just punch him a lot yeah right like yeah. you gotta you gotta get to specific aspects of him yeah um the webs of the face man uh, mantis coming from the very top and like yeah. they're all different limbs of him it looks like a and, good yeah. moment
0: in like a world of warcraft session with your guild and like everybody was just doing their one role really well and the boss got destroyed yeah. kind of thing like everyone's just so ha- like they're all in their moment and it's so good Uh, And it Mm -hmm. all comes down to, like you said, with Nebula landing on him and making him go to sleep. I didn't even think of that. Like, I had no idea. that. Oh, Mantis. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nebula. I mean Mantis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mantis. And uh, I didn't even think about that. But that's such a genius thing, of course. So she's not really able to make him sleep, but she's able to put him in, like, this trance. Enough that they can try to rip this thing off of his hand. And I love that. That's such a smart way to do it. Uh, Yeah. I, I, this is such an annoying moment for me because I love Peter Quill and everything he's doing makes sense. You just don't want it to happen. You know? Yeah. It's like that's Frodo, the thing. That's it's right. like Frodo throwing away, or sorry, it's like Frodo not throwing the ring into Mordor and just saying like, no, the ring is mine. It's like, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's possible, but you don't want it to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. so Peter yeah, exactly. getting way too over emotional because Gamora's dead, or at least might be dead. Um, yeah. You're just like no, just not now. It doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. So it's, it's yeah, it it's makes a lot normal. of sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, he's like out of everybody there, he's almost like I don't want to say he's the most human. Yeah. Um, because like I mean, there, there are a lot of them that are human, but I think just based on the capabilities that they all have, you know, like he's uh, he's emotionally. I think human. just
0: he's very emotional he's, as a character, and all of his emotions are very human.
1: I think I think very yeah he he kind of leads by emotion right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, and I think that's also why it's fun to see him with, uh, like, it's, it's, I didn't realize he has he has back and forth with Thor, he has back and forth with Iron Man, yeah. he probably had a little bit with Doctor, Str- yeah, he did have a little bit with Doctor Strange too, right when they were in. Who uh, is my master? Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So Mr. it's just you know everything tar- is <laughs> just. you know, nothing to him. He's not actually thinking everything through. He's just like reacting. It's just that, which is emotional. So, um, yeah, I I think it really does make sense that he is the one who exhibits this and then screws it up for them all. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, But it happens. And then Peter almost pulls off the gauntlet. He's so close.
1: I love how Stannis so actually
0: has to grip the edge of the gauntlet to then pull it back onto his hand. Like, it's such well, he, a crazy he, he moment. He
1: grabs it and then uses it as, like, an extension of his arm to punch Yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. It's really right? crazy. Yeah. Like,
0: they actually had it off his hand, pretty much, but not enough. Um, yeah. It actually makes me think there's a moment where they actually almost would have had the gauntlet and maybe they were able to pull it off of his hand and take it with them. And that wouldn't have been enough. Like, that's, mm. there's also a possible chance that even if they had it off his hand, that wouldn't have been enough. He would have been able to still stop them all, get back to the gauntlet, put it back on his arm, Probably, and just yeah. get away, right?
1: Yeah, just knowing it, just from his sheer will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanos fights Tony here, and I, I can't help but just assume that this battle is supposed to be more symbolic than realistic. Um, it's a lot of Tony using all of his abilities of his suit to just keep persevering, keep fighting. His suit gets destroyed, he then is able to rebuild it on the spot, and fight, and fight, and fight, to the point where mm-hmm. he ends up causing... Thanos to bleed slightly across the cheek and it makes me think of oh, all this those... for a drop of blood exactly and it makes me think of all yeah. those moments where a god bleeds and then they say like I thought gods weren't supposed to bleed kind of thing like it's one of those moments mm. where it's like Thanos shouldn't have bled there but Tony was able to make him bleed and I don't think it's actually because of a suit I think it's more of the symbolism of Tony's perseverance and trying so hard to stop this one thing that he's afraid of happening from happening and that's yeah. it's causing Thanos to to have this this small Uh, hurdle in his plans here but I also kind
1: of see that it's like I I might be looking a little bit too much into this but I was very confident in Endgame like knowing who it was that was the one Avenger that was going to die Mm. and uh, and and I so I now that I'm watching or after watching this again um, I kind of feel like this was almost meant to be a little bit of foreshadowing specifically that this scene would happen yet again in yeah, a way, yeah, like the, the two, the two head to head. Yeah. This um, is Rocky and, one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. This is Rocky one. And then we see Rocky two, and he he comes out on top. He's got a different suit. Uh, he's got different shorts. <laughs> New personality. So, with yeah, <laughs> different haircut. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> and then uh, so with this one, yeah, like he's he's definitely putting his all into it, and and um and I guess like I don't know. I'm almost thinking uh, the symbolism is also like him. Like him, not as Iron Man, is what it's gonna take to, like it's it's him as a human is is gonna be what it's uh is what it takes to do it because he's <clears throat> he's slowly like as he's using all of his pulse fire to shoot at um at at Thanos, mm-hmm. um he's taking like using all of his nanotech to just like reduce from the rest of his body and go all the way to focus just into his hand yeah and you're left with like you're not left with an iron man you're left with tony stark with like a glove yeah kind of thing yeah. right and i kind of feel like that's a little bit foreshadowing too that like he's he's shedding he's shedding himself to the point where yeah it's not going to be iron man that does this. it's going to be tony like tony stark is going to make like the ultimate move to finish this off yeah. like some other time yeah
0: yeah, I know, I, I agree. And uh, his vulnerabilities are all showing, and you feel it in that moment. I've, I, I don't know about you, but when watching those scenes, I feel like Thanos is like able to just snap Tony at any second. <laughs> like, oh, for it's sure. It's so freaky, you're just like, oh my he god. He should be able to. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, so you really feel for Tony in those moments. Um, this mm-hmm. is also a great moment for Dr. Strange, who then sees the situation, as you said earlier, um, notices this, and says uh, that he will give the stone up for Tony's life. It's, it's a direct contradiction to what Strange says earlier, that he won't make this kind of play. He tells Tony Mm -hmm. directly, I will not sacrifice the stone for your life if it comes down to it. And then later on, he actually contradicts it immediately and does that same thing. So you have to assume Mm -hmm. that Strange understands this because of his premonition.
1: Yeah, Um, that's right. So good moment
0: there. Um, So Thanos pretty much says, okay, sure, takes the stone and leaves. Which is interesting, but does it anyways. Because, again, Thanos mm-hmm. is not necessarily here to just kill people for no reason. He's here to kill people yeah. for, a re- for a purpose, to get further and further to the stones. And that's about all yeah. it is. He actually tries to sympathize with people, if possible. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah, there. back at Wakanda, these giant slicer machines start coming out. They're like harvesting machines yeah. that come, and they, they kind of break this barrier even further. And this, for some reason, is the moment... Well, not for some reason, but it's, it's a very menacing kind of machine uh that starts coming onto the battlefield and this is what causes wanda to stop uh trying to defend vision at the moment and she says okay i'll, I'll join the battlefield and goes out there to go mm-hmm. fight she ends up yeah. having this fight with uh widow and black widow and akoye and they're fighting proxima midnight um yeah which is actually a pretty good moment i like this little battle they have this is a fun little fight scene here this i mm-hmm. use this uh, in the endgame moment there's an end game scene that's very similar to this where it's just like all the women of like marvel cinematic universe all fighting a, a threat i yeah. like this one better in infinity war this is like more how it should be done they didn't do it with like this big theme song it wasn't like a hey look at us this scene is just really empowering for women if you want it to be that way, but also just a really good scene that actually totally works out. There's one woman mm-hmm. who's who's in trouble, who's struggling from this one fight, and this other yeah. woman happens to come and help, and it just becomes a great fight scene and like everything makes sense in the fight scene. In fact, Proxima Midnight actually seems quite threatening in this battle. She seems like she knows what she's doing and is able to hold her own.
1: Yeah, oh she totally is. And yeah, no, I definitely agree that the one in endgame it's a little bit too in your face yes. kind of thing, or, um, yeah, because there's just I think there's too much focus on hey, let's gather them as opposed to let's use them, mm-hmm. right? So in yeah, in endgame we we take a lot of time to like, individ like bring them all individually into this kind of like panoramic shot, yeah. but with this one, um, maybe because there's also less of them, like they're technically brought into the scene individually, but in a different way, like they're they're putting themselves already into the fight as opposed to grouping them and then moving them to the fight you know so yeah i i do like the way that they did the one in infinity war uh yeah much better yeah or much more i should say yeah Yeah.
0: it just it, it it makes more sense the story in this one and the moment it's just more
1: natural i guess uh yeah yeah it's more natural that that makes sense Um,
0: we also have banner uh after a little while here um in this fight scene that's all happening we have banner who's fighting uh black dwarf i guess in his black obsidian black obsidian sorry black obsidian i don't remember name. no 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 oh, it's, it's called obsidian the but it's combined <laughs> the names. yeah, yeah. Cold War. yeah so we have banner fighting him it's kind of again an annoying moment where he's fighting back and forth with the hulk he's like we're going through some things buddy um he does use an interesting method though to kill him which is to rocket him up with one of the limbs of this suit and rocket yeah. him up into the whatever it's called the the giant shield to this whole base the, dome? the dome i don't know the dome called. he got domed that's on the dome, the dome. <laughs> and, uh, and then so he gets destroyed so banner actually uses his smarts to be able to destroy the villain so i do like that kind of play that's fun because banner is doing something instead of the hulk but i just i could use less of the dialogue and lines about it you know yeah
1: that's true yeah mm-hmm.
0: um, vision yeah. joins the battle and he and uh steve rogers fight Cor- uh, corpus glaive so steve is trying to fight off corpus glaive vision comes on helps him vision gets stabbed a bunch i think actually from corpus Glaive again. Um, I think so, yeah. Or he gets in danger at least. And then there's a moment where Vision then stabs Corbett's glaive and and destroys him and kills him while Steve is fighting him. Yeah. Um, That all happens. And then Thanos arrives on the battlefield. It's like a little Mm -hmm. text, like, Thanos has arrived. (laughs) And everyone's like, ah!
1: (laughs) And I think, isn't this, uh, there's another moment, like, just before he arrives where it also goes silent again. So we're kind of leading into that same kind of, uh, you know, suppress... um, suppress everything with his presence and then everything's about to happen right so i think it's just because there's like there's a bunch of explosions like a, like a and stuff and a just...
0: beat and all that everyone's kind of like naturally kind of going like wow that was a lot to take in mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like uh yeah because they're all they've all stopped fighting it's not like he disappears in the midst of chaos like they've all individually stopped with all of their own like mini battles and then uh they're just kind of waiting and it's just silence so they're just like looking around and is yeah like yeah. I, these these moments are just so they're really well done i can see sometimes how these moments would just be like a little bit too cliche like oh where is he coming from like what's happening but this one it just the silence after all the terror just seems or the silence after all the chaos just seems so much more terrifying well,
0: it's really realistic and i think i think we can kind of relate to those moments that pure like dread before the impending doom is coming you know and it's it, yeah. again Lord of the Rings. One of the better moments is in Minas Tirith when Pippin is talking to Gandalf, and Gandalf says, "This is the uh, the great calm before the storm," and they're waiting for mm-hmm. like the massive battle to come to Minas Tirith, and they're pretty much like you can't leave the city; you're stuck here until the battle starts. So everyone mm-hmm. just waits, and it's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's that which gets you. um So yeah. Thanos arrives on the scene, and we see him use, I think, every different st- or every stone in a different way when he's fighting everyone. It, it does seem yeah. like that, yeah. So, like, he yeah. fights Hulk. He uses, I believe, the Space Stone to then make him the space stuck Stone. into the, the rock. Um, he uses yeah. the Power Stone quite a few times to knock people back. So, that you see mm-hmm. the purple being used. Um, I can't really think of the, the Reality Stone. I don't really know where he uses it or when. He He uses
1: actually, it. he might not have. He mainly uses the Power Stone.
0: Yeah. from what I remember, you uh, said some of something he doesn't everybody use anything. Like, for Groot, he just kind of, like, hits him, I think. Or, like, Groot's trying to use, like, the tendrils or whatever to get him. He just kind of breaks them off. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's also with the power stone yeah yeah they all get blown away Um, yeah pretty much and
0: he's just like swatting them all like flies it's really easy for him the only one that he has any kind of struggle with is captain america and it's not really much of a struggle and he doesn't even use a stone on him he just captain america tries to pry the gauntlet off of his hand and it's all Mm -hmm. like in slow-mo too so it's a little bit harder to understand but captain america is just trying to pry it off of him and then thanos pretty much just like throws that aside you can also see in his facial expression that he's a little bit shocked on the power of captain america but then he throws captain aside and then just punches him right in the face with this really intense hit i love that hit; it's a really well done hit just like a strong oh he also does
1: there's like a big slow-mo um slow-mo hit to black panther too like he doesn't actually use the power of his gauntlet. yeah he just like yeah smacks him in the face and he's down it doesn't
0: need to do much yeah yeah Um, there's a great this whole time while this is all happening there's this really good dialogue and scene between wanda and vision so um earlier when vision's asking wanda what she can feel uh when she's using the stone she says that all she can feel is him inside the stone she mm-hmm. doesn't feel anything strange in there so vision uses all, all he can feel is her well yeah. she says it to him earlier in the movie
1: though all oh, I can feel oh is you. yeah yeah
0: so he uses yeah. that same line back to wanda when he's trying to make her feel better that she has to now destroy the stone because she has no other yeah. option she has to destroy right. the stone and ultimately destroy him so he's trying to make her feel better by saying all i feel is you and, uh, mm-hmm. it's just a good little moment. You get this nice romantic moment between the two of them and like you really feel for them and, uh, you see her just distraught as she's now has to kill him, but she yeah. knows she has to do it and she does. And this is again, another good moment for Thanos. After she destroys the stone, Thanos goes up to her and tries in his best way to sympathize with her. He tries to mm-hmm. show her that he understands her pain. He tries to show her that he also has lost, uh, yeah. in the same way for these stupid stones, you know? Um, but uh obviously it's not really it's like you know it's just his voice is falling on deaf ears because she doesn't really care what he's saying and uh immediately he uses the time stone w- to yeah. turn back time and then just rip yep. the gem from vision anyways so same mm-hmm. result but now he has the stone um mm-hmm. so really sad for i
1: w- so i was gonna say um Because you said that Cap is kind of one of the only ones that can withstand Thanos or, like, kind of put up a fight against him. I just meant in that moment. I I don't know. I don't know the
0: power levels of people in this series, but... Okay.
1: Yeah. Because I was going to say then, just before... Um, just before Wanda actually destroys the Mind Stone, she's the one that's kind of fending good off point. Thanos at the same yeah, time. Good point. She's able to use a force field to, to
0: stop him for a second. Yeah, yeah. he actually has to push back against it. Now, I believe if he used a stone, it would have been a lot easier for him, but. Oh, yeah, Yeah, so, much easier. Um, yeah, yeah, she does actually put up a fight, or a, a barrier there at least, that, you know, it causes him to have to push back against it. Uh, he uses mm-hmm. the Time Stone, he grabs the Mind Stone from Vision and destroys Vision in the process, he kills Vision. Um, and he immediately gets all stones. And just as he gets all the stones, Thor comes to save the day and throws Stormbreaker right at Thanos. Um, yeah, where has he been this whole time? I don't time? know why he waited till the last second to do any of this. But he threw it, and he hits Thanos. He does a really good shot, hits him in the chest. He flies mm-hmm. right down and starts pushing it into Thanos' chest. Oh, yeah. This is the first oh. time we see any kind of pain on Thanos' face. This is the first time yeah. we actually
1: see him hurt i guess other than when mantis was uh putting him in that trance it was a different Shrewd, kind of suffering yeah but this is like this is actual like physical anguish and
0: pain and then yeah. in his pain he can barely say the words you should have gone for the head but he yeah. he sort of says it and then thor kind of looks in like what and then he just snaps his fingers um and that's when thor goes no, and then it just cuts away yeah <laughs> <Duh>! <laughs> then we get yeah. we proceed to get like the next 10 minutes of just like the saddest thing you've ever seen of like it's well sorry it starts off sad and it slowly but surely turns into like a meme by the end of the movie <laughs> like everybody yeah. just starts disappearing i remember thinking this was a little much in the theater like when you start to see one person go then the next then the next then the next i was like okay i get it and it was really jarring for sure yeah but I, like people were getting really upset i remember in the <laughs> theater and i was like Th- like they're not gonna be dead like there's obviously yeah, something right. you can't just wipe out this many characters yeah it was just fucky yeah. and then then maybe, like, Falcon or something, then sure, you know? But, like, when Black mm-hmm. Panther just had a movie come out that was so successful, they died in the next film. Like, it didn't really make any sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, yeah, it's just one of those moments, like, you kind of... You need to do it individually because you need to watch people you need to know who leaves yeah and you need to know who's left and you need to you need to see in their eyes how much it hurts that those people are leaving yeah it's like it's very necessary to have those moments what do you
0: think are the best death
1: you know i kind of want to say i sort of want to say spider-man
0: yeah his is Um, pretty impactful it's pretty emotional
1: it it is, but at the same time, it's almost weird how long he can hold on for. Like, I know. I was wondering if longest. it
0: was his powers or something. I was like, why is he able to hold on so long? Or like his, his suit slowly but... decays a bit, and then he goes. Yeah. Right? Like... Yeah.
1: So I I feel like there's nothing that should make it prolong other than maybe like his will, like his will to stay yeah. there. But like it, because everybody else is kind of just like question. No, no, nobody questions it. They just look and they're like, oh crap, right? Yeah, and they just yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm dying. Yeah. But he's just like, he's he's his will is fighting it yeah, i don't feel so.
0: so good mr like, stark yeah i don't want to go i don't want to yeah. go oh
1: man it's so yeah uh. I, but he's a young kid
0: like you gotta feel for him he's like 16 or something like and he's dying
1: <laughs> yeah that's um, true
0: the my favorite one by far i don't know why is peter but when peter quill is looking at the other two oh quill yeah when okay, he's looking yeah. at the other two and he's like oh man and then he like looks at tony and then tony's like steady quill and like when he says that it's such a crazy like I don't know yeah. why, but I can relate to that so much. Like, Stark doesn't know what to say, but he just looks at him and says, steady. Like, it's like, what else do you say in that moment? Like, st- like do- he's almost trying to say, like, don't worry. Like, like just yeah. just calm down and just, like, relax because you're about to go as well. And then at that moment, he goes, oh, man. And the of like, leaves. It's, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but that one gets me the most. It's crazy. I,
1: I actually feel like both of them, like, really, really make sense in terms of, like, what they say. Like, because... Yeah. Like... Uh, you knowing that you are about to be gone, yeah. like what else can you say? I know, I and, know. and I think like, I probably, I might not specifically say old oh, man, but to hear that from Peter in that tone, yeah. like he's just always, yeah, Chris Pratt has always done such a good job of emoting. Yeah, like definitely. in all of his scenes, he just nails it. And this one in two words, with, with the, like, the flip of the switch in his face, it's just it's just so perfect. Yeah. So, Yeah, I would say he's definitely one of the top, like, snap deaths. Right. So we we end up losing a lot of
0: people here. I don't know if this is all, but we lost Bucky, T'Challa, Groot, Maximoff, and Falcon. And then on Titan, we lose Mantis, Drax, Quill, Strange, and Peter. So we only have left on Titan Tony and Nebula. Um, and the rest is kind of like the original Avengers on uh, Wakanda there, and then also like (laughs) Okoye and a few others um yeah so then we have the last scene which is Thanos sitting on a hill and smiling in content so he's mm-hmm. hopefully in his mind at least he's probably looking back on a uh a world that's looking what was the line i don't remember on a grateful uh, universe in a grateful yeah. universe yeah i finally rest watch the sunrise on a grateful universe that's exactly what he does at the end of the film and i love that i love how this film was ballsy enough to just sort of end it and be like yep villain got exactly what he wanted like it's it's so crazy it just ends and you're like whoa like, okay <laughs> yeah
1: and he it's uh it's also interesting to see like the way that he is walking he's limping yeah, he's in pain um his arm is just all fried yep. and he's uh it doesn't use yeah, the like, glove
0: he doesn't have the glove to use it anymore he just is there living a regular peaceful simple life
1: yeah he's done he can breathe yeah Yeah. he's not
0: being a ruler or a king he's not looking for money or anything like that he's just on like a farm like
1: Mm -hmm. it's really nice i feel like he should have like he should have snapped some people to live with him (laughs) yeah a little bit of civilization he's just just alone now i think originally he he probably thought
0: that gamora would be there with him but
1: Oh, ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, we
0: definitely. also have an after credit scene where we have Nick Fury and Maria Hill, and they're sending help uh, after they're witnessing everybody during the snap. They see it in New York. Uh, then they, they send a, a help message signal to Captain Marvel.
1: Captain Marvel. Captain
0: Marvel. Yep. Marvel.
1: Yeah, which I think when I first saw the symbol, I was like, wait, what? Wonder Woman? Yeah, like, it looks really like confused. Wonder Woman. Yeah, and you know what's
0: funny? I wrote Wonder Woman too, thinking that's what it was. I
1: don't know why. The WW <laughs> the- looks like Wonder Woman. <laughs> well it's also it's the color scheme with like the gold stripes in between the colors yeah, like the color yeah, block right yeah. so it's I think I feel like Wonder Woman is a scene very it's similar, similar. Yeah.
0: yeah um anyway yeah so that is Infinity War we tried our best to condense it into two hours uh <laughs> we got to did, did we though well, did we yeah, really no. we took our time a little bit but we had fun um Anthos what was your worst character in this
1: film I guess Banner <laughs> probably <laughs> I think if I it's a toss-up between Banner and, and War Machine, probably. I, I'm actually gonna go with War Machine. With Don Cheadle's character, because it's uh, I don't know, yeah, his 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 few moments were just too off and uh too unattributing to what needs to be happening for the story. I think, yeah.
0: I agree a thousand percent. Those are the two I was thinking as well, for all the reasons (laughs) we said earlier. And if you don't believe us, imagine that scene at the end of Civil War where there's the Tony Stank moment. And he goes, this is Tony Stank. And, like, he's trying to say a line of dialogue. and He's trying to be funny, but it just falls flat. That's, unfortunately, both of their performances throughout this whole film. I don't actually think it's the actor's fault. I know I'm harsh on Mark Ruffalo. But it's not... (laughs) I don't think it's actually their fault. I think it's just the script and maybe on the day of for delivery, but it just doesn't work in this movie. Everyone else is just, like, firing on all cylinders. They're all doing very yeah. well. And unfortunately, these two guys, their lines are just bad. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Anthos... Yeah, I guess
1: it is the lines. What is, or who is, your best character in this film? Why is your best character? I... <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, that is... That's really tough. Um... <laughs> I... Shoot. I might have to say... Oh, I don't want... No, I don't want to say Star Lord. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm probably just going to go with Doctor Strange. Uh, I was going to be mine. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, totally I wasn't to sure totally if you totally would. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Doctor Strange, I think, because... Yeah, I enjoyed watching, um... His, his ability to work in each, each of the situations, like, physically. But then also, in terms of, like, the dialogue that he has with everybody, like... It all makes sense. Um... It all is the right amount of like his character being a little a little cheeky right like he while at the same time also being serious like he he's yes. he he kind of rides that fine line and he still that. does it in this movie and so I, I think he always he does that very well his characters does that uh or his character is very much still like that in this movie so yeah i would say him nice
0: that i would agree with that definitely that would have been mine as well uh i wish i could say that captain America is my favorite character in this movie but unfortunately he just doesn't get enough screen time to really be your favorite yeah um yeah so my favorite I, it is weirdly enough a toss-up between peter quill and thanos actually i would say as the runner okay because yeah peter i'm surprised you
1: didn't say Thanos. yeah well
0: <laughs> peter gets a lot of great moments in this movie where he's up there you know he's got some really yeah. good emotional oh, sure. scenes all throughout it uh he really surprised me how good he is in this movie and then Thanos yeah. as well is a villain that I love to hate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're both really good in this film. So, good characters. Or like all you around. hate to love. Yeah. <laughs> so, how does this movie rate as a piece of a bigger picture, like how comics are pieces of arcs?
1: I feel like this goes without saying, considering it goes it's pretty well. part one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good job. Yeah, it's a pretty good job. I think, um, yeah, considering we uh, we get like a very quick... Well, we, it's not the first time. I, we have had talks about the Infinity Stone before. Or the Infinity yes. Stones as a whole. Yeah, 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 I think maybe in Doctor Strange. Yeah. And... Uh, in Guardians, definitely. Probably in Guardians, yeah. yeah. So... um, And in this one, like, Wong does that whole... He does, like, the whole, like, Infinity Stones for Dummies kind of spiel. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, other than that, there are a lot of moments where, yeah, like, I mean, we have all these characters. Obviously, they have to come from somewhere else, and we know that they are... Yeah. Um, and a lot of things have been leading up to this but there's still so much more to happen after so yeah how can you not say that this is very this is like, like the
0: example of that it, yeah <laughs>
1: pretty much yeah exactly
0: yeah alright well that was our review or t- thoughts I guess was it, was it a review that's not really a review. Know, but... it was more of our thoughts <laughs> our, our breakdown of Infinity War Avengers I can't believe that's already yeah. happened but it has oh yeah it did it and now we move on I, I... Uh, to the, the next best film which is Ant-Man and the Wasp
1: <laughs> 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 oh wait are we is it that one i think so oh shoot i thought it was captain marvel Oops. oh i could be <laughs> oh so we have, uh, i'm pretty sure it's ant-man and the wasp i'm pretty oh sure. yeah you're right and then then wait. captain
0: marvel then Endgame.
1: oh so we have a couple more yeah, okay unfortunately gotcha yeah oh,
0: i forgot i know it's I gonna was, be a while when, when i told going. you i
1: was really excited i forgot about <laughs> Ant-Man
0: and the wasp yes, i know it's okay. easily forgettable but we are doing yeah, it okay. anyways uh, and right. trust me my fiance is very mad about it she said she won't even <laughs> like she's the only one who cuts my hair she said she won't cut my hair until we watch endgame so she's like b- trying to bribe me. So
1: <laughs> she's pretty
0: much like we're watching endgame as soon as possible because she wants to watch oh, it right away. she doesn't want to watch him and the wasp or captain marvel at all so i mean you could just watch you could nope.
1: have your nope. okay nope. i'm all not right. watching it no solution. i don't really
0: remember endgame i saw it once in the theaters and i'm gonna wait until we watch it again so
1: okay Alright, All right. well thank you we so much for
0: wait. listening to this podcast, the listener. Be sure to catch us Thanks, in our next everybody. episode where we talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And with that, I leave yeah. you with Anthos and me saying
1: <laughs> Bye! Buzz. Buzz. buzz! Oh, bye! <laughs> that B that, that word. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. It was 50-50 chance. Take a shot. Buzz, buzz, buzz,
2: bye! Buzz, buzz, buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. buzz, buzz, buzz.